we go. We are live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don DeMarco, Marco, oh, Marco. Yeah. Don DeMarco. I, I think everybody got the Don DeMarco drop, so I don't think it's uh, <laughs> notable anymore, but... <laughs> We, we need that for the generic. If we're parodying all the fucking drops every podcast starts, but we got to get a Don DeMarco in there too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look for one, man. I'm going to have to look yeah, for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we live in full effect, man. Welcome to the Lincoln Juice Podcast. We back. Thank you all for joining us this Friday evening or whenever you're listening to the podcast, if you're listening on streaming devices or what have you. Um, we are back at it. Uh, second podcast of the new year. Um, back to work, man. Just talking about all these topics, all the stuff that's gone down this past week and whatnot. Appreciate y'all hitting us up on the stream, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch. We're streaming live Friday nights. So make sure and hang with us if you can. Chop it up with us. We'll talk with you and talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, we got a lot to get into, man. A lot going on this week as usual, per usual, in the culture and community. Uh, but first off, Fig, you got to check in with you. The award-winning producer yeah. of In The Loop. <laughs> <laughs> the man, What's... Figgy Fig, done got honored at our company, Odyssey, with the X Award. Uh, yeah, he's going to show it on stream. See, yep, yep, nice. Look at that beautiful thing, man. Look, like, it be look better than the Grammy. Look better than an Emmy. <laughs> <coughs> I never like how a Grammy looked. That little small ass trumpet. That shit look legit, man. You could post that shit up and it looks very fancy. Yeah, I'm gonna look keep it that. right here in my little office area. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I didn't know you a big deal, dog. <laughs> so so how you been, man? How you been this past week? Man, I've been pretty good, man. It's been a good week. As you can see, I won my award. I was yeah. not expecting that. But um the week was pretty, it was pretty cool, man. It was a lot going on, man. I felt like I was busy the whole week. Mm -hmm. So um, I never went home from the station today. I went and got something to eat, but uh, I've been here all day, man. Um, Friday started all crazy because Cal and Hannah Manere was here. Mm -hmm. So um, that was pretty cool, man. They, they getting a little too comfortable up here, man. They just stopping by. <laughs> Jumping on the shows. It's the first time they jumped on In The Loop. So it was pretty cool, man. It was a pretty cool day, laid back day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot going on with the Texans, man. Like, it, usually around this time, everything slows down. People start taking vacations and whatnot. But, I mean, a lot's going on with the team, man. You know, they got a top draft pick. Could have had yeah. the number one draft yeah. pick. You see that score at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you see the uh, the end of the final game of the season. The Texans thirty two, the Indianapolis Colts thirty one. Last minute, last minute comeback by the Texans to win the game, in which a loss would have secured them the number one overall pick. Um, they went ahead and won the game, and now they're at number two, and that's how the draft is going to go. And the biggest fear everybody has is the Colts at number four, trading up with the Bears, who have the number one pick, and then taking a Bryce Young or somebody of that caliber and just destroying the Texans, reminiscent of the <laughs> fucking 
Indianapolis Colts. We got to ban that nigga. What the yeah, fuck is this? This fucking it ain't vibe. popping up on the screen. So yeah, all right, ban that motherfucker. <laughs> ain't no spam in here, Habib. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck language that is, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's nah. We we don't fuck with that. Anyway, so yeah, um, I lost my train of thought. But the Texans won. Yeah. No, the biggest fear is that the Colts will trade up and. It'll be reminiscent of Peyton Manning, reminiscent of Andrew Luck, just years and years of being tortured uh, and never winning the division because you have a better team. And the Jaguars are getting there too, man. I mean, yeah. they're, they're they're in the playoffs they're in the now. Playoffs, man, they got they're hot. in the playoffs. Won the division, the, the division. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence is starting to come around, man. People damn near wanted to call him a bust. Remember everybody first year. Remember everybody saying Davis Mills was better than him. Oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> I, I remember that very clearly. I remember the D- Davis Mills truthers. I'll never forget how people tried to get behind Davis Mills, man. I'll never yeah. forget how people really tried to convince us that this was going to be the dude, man. I'll yeah. never forget that. And they're going to point to games like this last game and say, yeah. "You see the potential, yeah. motherfucker." That they were you need to build a team around teams. him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no offense to Davis Mills. He seemed like a nice guy. He, he, yeah. I think he tried hard. You know, it wasn't lack of effort, but he was just not going to be the person to lead this to, this team anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, hope, hope for the best wherever he goes, but it ain't going to happen here, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's where we're at with the uh, Houston Texans. Um, also, they fired their coach, Lovey Smith, which has uh, caused a maelstrom, uh, 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 a whole whole lot of accusations being thrown at the Texans organization for firing two black head coaches in back-to-back years after one season. You got a lot of people chiming in. You got uh, people claiming uh, Stephen A. Smith saying African-Americans need not apply for the head coach position at the Houston Texans. You got people calling them racist. You got people calling them just insensitive and just uh, uh, they're basically just uh, they, they, the fact that they, they fired two black coaches back to back was a bad look for the organization and not the progressive stance we need to be heading for in pro sports. Now, we've heard from the honky pundits at Sports Radio 610. We've heard from the Caucasians. We've heard them chime in. But now it's time for, uh, I want to hear what Figgy Fig has to say, man, okay? <laughs> Why you we haven't heard enough about, you, oh, he's putting it on you. You the voice of Black Sports Radio. You <laughs> no, and Brandon no. Scott <laughs> are, are the uh, Sports Radio 610 Congressional Black Caucus, man, okay? <laughs> Y'all speak for the people. So... I want you to get, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I want to know what you think about the Texans. First off, them winning that game. <laughs> and uh, second, them firing Lovey Smith after one year. Um, Them winning that game, honestly, it was ridiculous. And I'm not, look, I'm not the person that sit here and say, from the very beginning, they need to tank. They need to tank because you can't, you can't tell those players to tank. Like how you gonna tell those players to just lose the game? Like I, I get that part, 
But I think it's a lot that went into this whole season to where they should have, you know, they could have got that number one overall pick. Because if you look at somebody like Brandon Cooks, you seen how he was acting when he didn't get traded, when Jack used to be got fired and all that shit. And they, I think he missed one game. And then the following week he was back at practice. He was hurt one game and didn't practice this game and all this other stuff. These, these magical injuries started popping up. And he played in the last game and balled out. To me, somebody like him should have sat. They should have sat him out because you know what he brings. He they should have just gave him the game off and just you know put somebody else young in there to see what they can do. I think they should have. Uh, I think Laramie Tun- Laramie Tunsil played, but I think he had a different motive uh, why he was playing. He was trying to get that All Pro nod. Mm-hmm. So I understand him playing. But to me, Brandon Cooks was the one that killed you because he was he probably had his best game this year. And without him, if he wasn't on the field, they probably would have lost. So um I don't I don't blame the players. I don't even blame Lovey. I think Lovey did what he's supposed to do. Try to win the game. He he played the best players. So I'm not mad at that. But um I think it should have been some type of conversation to, you know, let's take, you know, you ain't, you ain't got to say, hey, sit all the good players and tank. But let's see what we got in some of these young receivers. We seen enough from Brandon Cooks this year. He's not happy. He he, he actually mentioned after the, after the season saying he don't want to be part of a rebuilding team. So he mm-hmm. wants to go. So I would have sat him out, man. The Browns set Clowney out. The Browns, he Clowney did some weird interview saying he probably won't be back and all this other stuff. They sent them home from practice and he ain't playing the last game. They, I think they should have did something like that, man. And that could have helped them get the number one overall pick. So I think they kind of screwed up overall with that. But um, the uh, what was the other thing that um, – Oh, uh, the org- everybody calling them a racist organization and and them firing Lovey, two black coaches <laughs> in two years. Man, look, I these two coaches was bad. <laughs> I was rooting for these coaches, man. I look, man. I didn't even know who the hell David Cully was. I was rooting for him. He actually did better than I thought. But still, that's not like the way he was coaching this team, man. It's it's not good enough. So I understand moving away from him. They bring in Lovey Smith. We know Lovey Smith a little bit. He um his best times was probably with the Chicago Bears. I thought it was better than hiring uh, uh, Josh McCown. But um, Lovey Smith, I felt like my personal opinion, I felt like he did worse than David Cully. I felt like the season was worse, and he had more talent on the team. I Look, man, I just don't see – to me, I felt like he didn't do a good enough job to warrant another year. So, um, now these coaches, these coaches just so happen to be black. So, I understand the narrative, but I don't think that was the narrative. Now, you could – people – I haven't really heard this a lot, but – the way my mind thinks, you can also say that 
they knew these seasons were going to be bad, so they just throwing a black coach there to kind of, you know, uh, settle the dust, I guess, uh, settle the dust a little bit. And then once they add up all all this talent, then bring a white coach in. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's it. I don't know, but it ain't no telling until they hired another coach. They could hire another black coach. So I just think they was in a bad situation where um, I guess nobody really wanted this job and they had to settle a little bit. And um, unfortunately, man, Lovey seemed like a good guy, but he didn't do a good job, man. He did not do a good job. The the, the defense looked awful. So I would have moved. I respect them for moving on that quickly instead of pussyfooting around and trying to see what he got and wasting time. Because from what I know um, since I moved here and all the stuff I know about the Houston Texans, it seemed like they kind of stick, they they hold on to people a little too long. That been my biggest problem with them. They they held on to Bill O'Brien a little too long. Um, I heard stories about them holding on to uh, Rick Smith a little too long. And I, feel, I mean, now that you look back at it, Rick Smith did a good, pretty good job as GM. Mm-hmm. But um, they held on him too long. And look, I'm good with just letting them two go. I don't think it had anything to do with just them being a, a black coach. I think, to me, looking from the, looking from the outside in, or the inside, yeah, looking from the outside in, I think that's just kind of low hanging fruit at this point because they. I guarantee Stephen A. Smith ain't watched one Texan game outside. He probably watched the Browns. But if if you watch all of these games like me and you watched, you know this team team wasn't good, man. And I just don't see why you need to bring Lovey back at that point. And um, to all the media people saying, oh, poor Lovey and poor color, why don't you put them on a hiring list then? Like you know how ESPN be setting up all the, the people that that should be hot candidates. Put Lovey Smith up there with Sean Payton there. If it if if he deserve a chance that much, put him up there. Say why don't you link Lovey with uh, uh, the Carolina job or something, or link Lovey with a uh, um, the 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 coach job. It seems like everybody just say poor Lovey or oh, he deserve another chance, but don't nobody talk about how Lovey <laughs> should you know, get this job in wherever place. So um, I think the national media, they, they just see that part. They just see like, oh, no, they fired, they fired two coaches and two two black. They made sure they say black coaches. Mm-hmm. Two black coaches in two years. It's like, nah, man. Like, I, I seen all of these games, and I don't care what color you are. If you put on that type of coaching performance, you got to go, man. It it wasn't good. I was rooting for Lovey, man. I felt like he had a good off season. He kind of, you know, he kind of got me by the hook a little bit. I'm like, damn, okay, maybe we got something. He said all the right things, but man, at the end of the day, the 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 results on the field wasn't good at all. It was worse than it was worse than David Cully, man. So I think he I think he had to go at that point. Yeah, yeah, man. I pretty much agree. Um, well, as far as the last game and how it unfolded. I've heard a lot of people, including the the one of the hosts on In the Loop, John Lopez, it say straight up that uh Lovey Smith 
going for two and winning the game was like the final FU to the Houston Texans because he knew he was going to be fired. And to that, I say, what did y'all want him to do? Like, number one, they, the Texans could not just tell Lovey to lose the game. Yeah. There, it, we saw that implied. I think it wasn't, it wasn't Brian Flores or somebody else who alleged that they were told to or implied to, to lose games, and yeah, that was mentioned That's in Miami. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was Brian Flores, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So implying that the uh, he was told to lose games. There, you, you can't do that in the NFL, man. There's integrity issues there, and there will be severe penalties from the league if they found out somebody was told to intentionally lose a game. They can't do that. So he has to try to win every game. Uh, People have pointed out, like the GM, they should have made a decision to sit certain players if they wanted to lose that badly. Sit Davis Mills, sit Brandon Cook, sit your best players. And, I mean, you you could justify sitting Davis Mills after the last game. Yeah, and see that—that's the and see that's Put Kyle Allen in there. Yeah, and see that's the best way to t- uh to tank without saying you're tanking. Yes, Just, you know you have a. It wouldn't even look like a tank. You could say, yeah. "Hey, he he played poorly against the Jaguars, so we and, sat him." The same and, reason we sat him before. Yeah, and that's what Chicago did. Chicago set yep. Justin Fields. I think he was perfectly fine. I think he could have mm-hmm. played. But they say, they put Nathan Peterman in there, probably the worst <laughs> quarterback in history, man. So yep. yeah, so I think that's a I think if the GM and the coach sat down together and say, you know what, let's you know let's sit Brandon Cooks for this game, let's start Jeff Driscoll, let's sit all of these you know good players, let's sit Laramie Tunsil, let's let's see what we got in the other players. That's perfectly fine. You're not mm-hmm. sitting. You're not telling him to tank and lose the game. You saying play some of the younger players, see what we got in them for next year. So yep. that's understandable. They 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 could have done that easily. Yes. But you put your best players in there against a bad team. There's a chance they can win the game. And <laughs> people want to talk about going for two being the final fu. Like, look, if he didn't go for two and they kicked the extra point, the game would be tied. They would go to overtime. And the way the Colts were playing, there's a very good chance they would still would have lost the game. So all you're really doing is just making it shorter. And nobody wanted to see overtime between these two shitty teams. <laughs> you know, if you want to blame anybody, blame the Colts. Yeah. How you let somebody convert on fourth and 20? Yes. In their end zone. Man. It went right through dude's hands. I felt like that was a setup, man. He was just like this. Yes. And you let the two point conversion happen when just stop that and the game's over. So yeah. I blame the Colts, man. I don't blame, like, what else was Lovey supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> At no, that I point. Agree. I agree. Like, if, the, if the two point conversion don't work, he loses the game. It was a very risky thing to do, especially given how this team played in the, in the red zone all year. Mm-hmm. It just so happened to work, and now people want to act like, "Oh, who is this master plan to fuck over the Texans?" <laughs> like <laughs> this shit could have easily went sideways a lot of ways, man. Yeah, and it, it just so I, happened to roll out that way. So I do feel like in his heart, he probably felt good. He's like, "All right, I got my win. Uh, they ain't got the first overall pick. 
They fired me. After, afterwards, especially after he got, he knew he got fired. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he was like, oh, well, at least we went out with the win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all and y'all ain't get the first pick. Yeah. But during the game, that was definitely not on his mind, man. He was yeah. not like, let me win the fuck him over. You know, like he wants to win regardless, man. And those yeah. players wanted to win. And they, they were happy. happy they didn't give, the players don't give a fuck about no first round pick, man. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it was rumors in the locker room. Some uh, some of the players said that was their Super Bowl. That I mean, I felt like that was a fact because a guy deleted it because the uh, some, yeah. who was it? The player who <laughs> I don't know who got I don't, mad. I don't I think they, who did. I don't think they. Uh, he said who was the player? Who the player was? There was a but player the, who quote tweeted and said, "Really, I bet I forget who it was though." Really, and then okay. The dude, yeah, I, I saw it. And then the DJ Bienneman, the uh, Bien-Aman. reporter, yeah. he uh, deleted the tweet. Yeah, but a Texans player actually like was like, "Oh, for real, bro? Like you putting that out there?" But he wouldn't imply it was a lie. Yeah, he was implying like, "Why would you? Why you put yeah. that out there?" I ain't see that. Damn, I did. I saw that before he deleted it, man, because he deleted that shit pretty quick. Damn. But uh, I forget which player said that, but somebody said that. Damn. But um, so yeah, I, I, I I'm sure that was true. Oh, they said 100%. that that game was their Super Bowl, and they won. So I mean, yeah, when you got three wins, every win is gonna feel like a fucking Super Bowl, man. <laughs> but um, so yeah, man. I mean, it could have went e- either a lot of ways. Even if they went with the tie, the Texans still would have lost the first pick. So like, yeah. it, it, it was what it was, man. So. I don't put that on Lovey or or think that was him trying to screw over the organization in the game. Yeah. Now, as far as them firing him and how that looks to fire two black quarter two black head coaches in consecutive years, I look, man. People have said it already. They Lovey Smith himself said he didn't even know he was a candidate <laughs> until they gave him the offer, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Like the head coach search after Cully was such a fucking mess. And yeah. reportedly, I mean, this is what John McClain has been reporting since the, the beginning. They wanted Josh McCown, but after the Brian Flores lawsuit, they couldn't hire this unqualified white guy who had never done anything over qualified, qualified black um, candidates. Yeah. So they had to get somebody else. Josh McCown wouldn't look good for the team in the league. So they just went with what they knew. And Lovey Smith was just like, all right. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as Cully and Lovey Smith, Cully got paid a lot of money. People have brought this up. People forget this. National media don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Cully got a lot of money, man. He got, he got paid this mil, year man. for not doing shit. Yes. And I look at it as the Houston Texans giving two elderly black men, a nice retirement package to go home and take care of their family with. Generational wealth. Okay? You want to talk about generational wealth? Yeah. They got tens of millions of dollars uh, to be the head coach of a losing football team and walk off into the sunset and do whatever they want. I ain't heard shit from Cully. I don't even know where Cully is, man. He's yeah. probably in Cabo with a pog or something, man. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably somewhere just enjoying life, not even thinking about football. So I look at it like that, man. Like, look, people, it's weird because people got upset that the, the, uh, the Colts didn't hire 
uh, like a black head coach. They hired Jeff Saturday off the couch, a very unqualified head coach. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, so do you want a Lovey Smith situation with with them too? Yeah. Like, do you want a, a black coach to just go into a cheese situation with a tanking team and be set up to fail? Or don't yeah. you? Do you just want black faces no matter what the situation? Yeah. That's a confusing thing to me, man. Like, if you don't like what happened to Lovey Smith, don't get mad at the Colts for hiring Jeff Saturday. Yeah. And say they should have got a black coach because the, the team was going to be terrible no matter who was the coach. Yeah. So that got on my nerves, man. But, like, he has, like... How, how did you feel about what Stephen A. Smith said? It was very, you know, Stephen A. Smith pick and choose when he wanted to be pro-black, man. I got to yes. say that, dog. And this was an easy, easy thing to be pro-black on because nobody cares about the Texans. Yeah. And it, it just it's a very easy thing to just make into a, a racial issue. And personally, I've said it before, man. I know people probably don't agree, but I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit about the number of black head coaches in the NFL, man. I just personally don't. I don't care if there's any, personally. Yes, it's good to see. Yes, I'm rooting for them. But yeah. I just don't care. Like, this is not a real black issue, man. You got to think. These are 32 jobs, man. We yeah. got real issues as black people trying to get equity and uh, in hiring places, man. There's still talk about tech places not hiring enough black faces or people being qualified and still not getting enough, like regular jobs, man. Yeah. And this is the NFL head coach. Like, none of us have yeah. a, a chance that's of getting a, that job, that's a, man. That's a privilege, man. Yes. No regular black person has a chance of becoming an a NFL head coach, man. It's a very exclusive job that's only going to be available to people who are already in there. If I If I was in the NFL as a coach, I'd rather be like a position coach or an assistant. Don't make me the head of the team, man. Get me somewhere where I can just yeah. chill, do my thing, and collect I millions. Yeah, I won't be under a microscope. Yeah, don't make me stand up to the fucking podium every time the team shits the bed, and I gotta be the face of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me be in the background and let some other white guy take all the flack. <laughs> when we lose, man. I don't want to be the face of, you know, these bad teams or whenever you lose a playoff game or whatever. Yeah. But uh, talk to all these fucking snooty-ass reporters trying to talk shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care what you are. Just hire the best man. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the problem. I think that's that's kind of my problem because I'm – I don't really care if they black or white, and, and I'm I'm kind of curious. I feel like the players don't really care either. They look, and that was my, that was my <laughs> no, uh, my uh, other point, my second point, or whatever point I'm on at this point. But uh, if it was a real issue, let the players and the other coaches in the league deal with it. Yeah, we don't need like fucking reporters and like we doesn't need to be a national outcry, man. If players care, I said the same thing about people complaining when Steve Nash got the Brooklyn job. If Kevin Durant and Kyrie did not want him or they yeah. wanted a black, they would have got a black coach if they wanted a black coach, man. Yeah. They got everything I, else they I think, wanted. Yeah, I think they just wanted a coach they could kind of run over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So <laughs> if it is if it's an issue about hiring black coaches, other coaches need to speak up and say that, and players need to too. I don't yeah. hear a lot of active players talk about. It. I I hear retired players say it, but yeah. they're talking on ESPN every day, and that's their job to talk about shit like that. Yeah. I don't hear a lot of active players say, "Hey, we need more black coaches." I don't think they really give a shit. Yeah, and I don't know about the other coaches too. Like I I don't know. Yeah. It's an issue they should resolve themselves. Um, but I just personally don't don't care, man. Like you can't of all the issues we have as a race. Like the number of black coaches in the NFL is like right at the bottom. Yeah. Right below, like fucking, I don't know, ghost pepper wings at Popeyes or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> they, have you had that yet, man? I by didn't. the way? Everybody keep talking about that. I Yeah. I, I'm thinking about it. But I heard they brought it back, but it's it take they're doing a chicken sandwich thing, man. Yeah. Our people are saying it tastes different now. It don't take it don't hit the same. Yeah, because I think I had them a minute ago, but I ain't, you know, It's to me it's chicken. It's not, you know, it ain't, it wasn't nothing special about it to me. Because I, I was wondering, I'm like, why is everybody, even my mother told me she had the ghost pepper wings. And I'm just like, damn, why is everybody just bringing up ghost pepper wings? <laughs> so I'm just like, all right. <laughs> but yeah, I know it was a craze for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a low key craze. It's not the same as chicken sandwich. I don't think anything is gonna Ain't top the chicken gonna top sandwich. That, man. It was, that, would be, that, was, that was just a moment. That, that was that just was, a weird moment in time. You had to be there for that moment, man. Yeah, was one that was moments. just a weird moment in time. Yeah. We'll never see anything like that again. But yeah. the ghost pepper wings is causing quite a stir, man. They they brought they had it for a little bit and they took it away and they just brought it back now. But they're saying it, it don't hit the same no more. I don't yeah. know. I haven't <laughs> tried it yet, so I don't know. Yeah, that's just what the streets are saying. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, man. But uh, anyway, I think um, no, I, I I agree with you, man. I I I would like to see more black coaches in general, but I don't think I I'd be hitting my fist on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, let's say some, let's say the Texas hired Josh McCown, and you got these other, you know, better candidates out there. I would be mad over that. Like damn, like I'm, you know, I don't care, you know, if he's white and it's a black coach out. Just give me the better coach. That's that's how I look at it, man. Would I like to see more black coaches in the NFL? Yeah, sure. But we didn't been we didn't been a part of too much losing, man. I like I, Romeo Cornell was a coach in Cleveland, man. That was a big deal hmm. when he became. I think it was the first black head coach in Cleveland history. Uh, in Browns history, and uh, it started off okay, but it didn't end good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't need to see a, a team they got to get a black head coach. So I, I don't know, but anyway, what Stephen A. was saying, man, it, to me it was a little ridiculous, man, because this dude worked for the this dude this dude root for the uh, the New York Giants. Yes, who last, never had a black coach. Yeah, last one of two teams that's never had one. Yes, and I don't hear him making an uproar about that. Now, they may mm-hmm. have a pretty good season this year, but I, they've been bad for a little bit. <laughs> so I never heard him complain about them not hiring uh, Brian Flores, who was, I guess, uh, thought he was getting that job. I ain't hear him have all that energy that he having for the Texans. So if he, if he feel that bad, maybe he need to – 
He need to get on this show and talk about how the uh, the Giants eventually need to hire Lovey Smith or something then, if it's that big of a deal, or hire David Cutley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that the the black head coach thing is something he that's like the one thing he'll be militant on because he does it for the NBA. He does it for the NFL, too. Whenever uh, some team hires like some unqualified, you know, he was very upset when Brooklyn hired Steven Na- Steve Nash. Like he yeah. was really upset about that. Yeah. And so that's the one thing he keeps banning, banging his drum like about the black head coach issue. But personally, like, I just don't care. He he blew a lot of shit to the side. He didn't care about the Kaepernick shit. He, he, he gave Jerry Jones tons of passes for all the shit he's done. He done gave Dana White passes for all the shit he's doing now. So, like, I don't really want to hear it, man. Like, fucking, it, it, it is. He's just, that's his issue that he wants to be militant on, whatever. But I, I I see Stephen A. Smith as more like a comedy character, honestly, man. Like yeah. I don't take him seriously for nothing. But he's funny. He's funny when he gets Mike Irvin on and they be talking shit about the Cowboys. But I don't take him seriously on anything, honestly, man. He's like a meme to me at this point. I watch him for comedy, yeah, entertainment. Yeah. I don't take anything he yeah, says seriously. Yeah, he's just a walking bit. Yeah, basically, basically. Yeah. I, I, and look, salute to him, man, if you want to go that route. I'm fine with it. He he putting in a lot of years being a um uh what you a, a reporter or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he was working in Philly at one point. He he man, salute that he worked his way up. I think he got to the point now. I, I and I don't want to put him in the same category. Well, I can't. He's kind of like a Skip Bayless at this point. No, well, yeah. Where he got his show. He you know he had fun. He got he get loud and had these opinions and all that stuff. It's not really that serious, man. It's not like I'm sitting there watching Adam Schefter or some shit. He he's doing this show. He's a media personality, so I I kind of look at him like that. Yeah, nah. He I mean, he's like you said, he's a bit. He he does what he does, and I just look at it as comedy. But I don't take anything he says too seriously at all. So yeah, yeah I think we can agree. I don't think the Texans are racist. Nah. I just think it it was a weird situation. I will say I think the organization is just poorly run. So, I mean, that's why I'm not jumping out the window to defend them. You know, like ultimately you shouldn't have been in this position to put these coaches there in the first place. You know, you should have tried to get the coaching search right the first time. This will be the third time you've tried to get it right now. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just embarrassing for an organization to look like this. So, I mean, regardless, it's just a bad look, period. And I get it. So I'm not going to jump out the window to defend him. But some of the allegations are kind of ridiculous, man. But everything got to be fucking political now. You know how it is with sports and ESPN and all these reporters. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, real quick, shout out to everybody on Facebook. Um, um, leaving comments, man. <laughs> yeah. How come we don't see them on here? I, I don't know Steam why Labs they popped is up. fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to. Get to the comments. I see um, Spoon in here. Uh, I seen a couple up, other. Yeah, I seen a couple other people. I can't get to the damn comments though. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm on my Facebook page trying to get to. It. <laughs> Wait, yeah, hold, I don't know. Hold, hey, hold on, real quick. Let me see something real quick. Uh, all right, it's still I, not working right. Yeah, I had to go to the damn video. And I see so, Jenny P say, sup, guys, on YouTube. What up, Jenny? What's going on? 
we just got finished talking about how the uh, Texans uh, fired two black head coaches. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to my man Trenton. He on Facebook watching too. Um, he said, still not a good look, two black coaches gone uh, after one year. And I mean, look, man, I'm not saying it's a good look. It, mm-hmm. it's, look, it's not a good look <laughs> you firing two head coaches and, you know, uh, back it's not a good look anyway. hiring three coaches in three years. Period, yeah, man. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say that it's not a good look overall. Like if you keep getting rid of coaches and every year it's a head coach search, that's not a good look. So um, I I, I kind of agree with that. But um, yeah, man, shout out to everybody weighing in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've heard it from both sides, man. I get it. I get why it looks bad. And that's, you know, the organization shouldn't have put people, anybody in this position to begin with, man. Yeah. But it is what it is. We, we're here now. I think this is like the last chance for this GM. The owner, of course, you know, you're not, he's an owner. You're going to keep on the team. Yeah. But this got to be a last chance for Casario, man. If he gets it wrong this time, he's got to go too. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Some people want him gone now, but. You know, I don't know. I mean, you want to get a new GM now, too, and then just restart this whole thing from scratch? Like, fuck, can we get a little continuity here? I don't know. But if you want them gone, too, I I can't complain with that either. I I won't complain if they just cleaned house, period, because, I mean, shit. Fucking three wins and one tie and every other game is a loss. Didn't win a single game at home. Damn shame. Um, Should be ashamed of themselves. With your old ass. Dog, I was watching the Soldier Boy, <laughs> the Soldier Boy diss to Ice T recently. Really? Dog, that shit is still funny, man. That video is like 15 years old now. And that <laughs> he said, you gotta be ashamed of yourself. Old as you is. <laughs> did you see the uh did you see him um going at Tory Lanes? Yeah, I did. I didn't see the video. I, I saw he was getting at him. I was like, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, did he have some kind of beef with Tory before no, the case? Or did no, he just... I guess he was just defending Meg a little bit. Oh, okay. Did you hear it at all? No, I didn't hear it. Pull it up, man. I, uh, I didn't actually hear it. <laughs> but, yeah, Soldier Boy been wired on the internet for 15 years plus yeah. now. It's so funny because that's so him, man. <laughs> like, he... Like, he do that type of stuff. If we were celebrities and we said something bad about talking about he wasn't the greatest rapper at all, he'd mm-hmm. just go in, man. Let me let me try to... <laughs> I'm going to try to pull up a little bit. Because he went, He was on live, and he went in for like a good four minutes, man. Damn. I'm like, what the... F- what is he doing? So... Uh, nah, that coke hit, man. He, he ran about anything, so... Yeah. Yeah, all that's right. how it goes. All right, hold on. Pull that shit up. And Jenny P says, it feels like we're always always restarting. Yeah, it does. And that's the worst part, man. Like, it, the, this rebuild, is, it shouldn't be taking this fucking long. Oh, here it goes. I'm the only nigga in the whole rap game that's gonna say something? Okay, cool. Well, fuck you, Tory Lanez. You a bitch, nigga. You a bitch, nigga. On me. You a bitch. You a bitch. Shooting bitches is a whole move, nigga. Go slide on the ops, pussy ass nigga. Hmm. Oh, I forgot. You ain't got no ops. 
Well, I ain't mad, nigga. We smoke a Tory Lane pack, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Tory ain't no motherfucking goat, nigga. He a bitch. Any nigga that shoot a bitch is a bitch. <laughs> Any nigga that shoot a bitch is a bitch, nigga. Fuck you, turn my nigga. So, so he, I mean, I he did this for about four minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I got to call this out because now I see people coming out the woodwork. First, Soldier Boy, and now I've seen Fifty Cent apologize. Yeah, Fifty Cent. I don't think I've ever heard him apologize to yeah. anybody over anything. Yeah, and he done offended a lot of people. <laughs> Fifty Cent came out on. I think he was doing an interview with uh. I forget his name. Uh, it was a famous, famous interviewer. I forget the dude's name. I was oh, blanking boy. on it. Is it Big Boy? Yeah, it was Big Boy. It's Big yeah. Boy, Big Boy. And um, he apologized to Megan Thee Stallion because he said he heard the phone call, the leaked phone call from Tory Lanez. Um, and now he feels like, and that's what everybody who, who heard the call felt. He yeah. was basically admitting guilt. Yeah. And now he feels bad because, you know, 50 Cent was trolling like he always does and was implying that Meg was lying like a lot of people did. Yeah. And to be fair, at least he came out and apologized. Yeah, a lot I, of people I, didn't even actually, do that. Yeah, Joe Budden didn't. Yeah, I actually respect that because he like like you said, he never apologizes for anything. But he, mm-hmm. because I think he actually made a joke about Meg. I think he pretty much comparing her to Jussie Smollett. Yeah. So, uh, like he, like I'm sure he's probably, uh, you know, fifty joke around a lot. But I was shocked he apologized, and I respect it. I respect the apologizing for it, man. Like I would respect anybody who was sitting there didn't didn't um, didn't believe her at all, going against her. If they came out and said, "Look, I'm sorry," I, you know, because look, in this day and age, people do not apologize. Mm-hmm. People be doubling down. So I'm, I'm just glad he didn't double down or just get quiet and move on, move past it. Oh, it's Mad Wine Chemist oh, and Jenny P. Okay, what's what up, up hey. Mad Wine Chemist? Yeah, yeah, good friend of the show. Good friend of the show. Also. Uh, a op of 50 Cent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 50 yeah. Cent's mortal enemy in Houston. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised he apologized. But, yeah, yeah. So, we yeah. still got your merch. Still got your merch. Yeah, we got to get you back up it. here one day, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. I mean, it's it was very strange to see 50 Cent. At least he did it. But I just, like... Is there any self-reflection as to why everybody thought she was lying in the first place? Yeah. Given the fact there was no kind of proof that she was lying or evidence besides goofy conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like that, that's the main is like, that's why we'll just never learn from this man because no, instead of just saying, whoop, I was wrong. You're not going to examine why you didn't believe her to begin with. Yeah. You know, and it's just it comes down to you like her more than him more than her. Yeah, that's really all it comes down to, yeah. man. And it also when comes, it's somebody you like, you defend yeah. them automatically. And and it also comes down to who you hate, because yeah. some people never like Meg at all. And so it took this incident to really be like, see, mm-hmm. 
See, she that's why I don't like her or and just go with Tory Lanez. No, definitely. And we we're gonna get more into that because there's a few more developments, but yeah, just had to bring that up. Like it, it it's still nasty because you know, instead of just you, yeah, it's big to apologize, but there's more self-reflection that should go on that just hasn't. You know, yeah. a lot of people just moved on like nothing happened. And nah, y'all were on this girl's ass for uh years. Two years, man. <laughs> years after this shit happened, calling her a liar, harassing her, and not just random trolls on the internet, like people in the industry. Yeah. Drake with his bar that he never explained or apologized for. Yeah. Like, you just gonna skate on that too? Yeah. Our fellow mob ties brother, we're, we're our, our mob ties uh, affiliation is pending, by the way. Yeah. But uh, oh, more spam in the fucking come on, spammers, yeah, leave us alone, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get your spam off somewhere else. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's uh, it, it's just nasty all around, man. And I don't think we're ever gonna learn from this shit. But it is what it is. It's just, yeah. Just where we're at now. Yeah. But anyway. Um, with all that being said, let's get into some music, man. There's not a whole lot of music to talk about, but there was some stuff that came out that we didn't talk about last week. I forgot to bring this up, um, but Gunna, not Gunna, uh, Quavo made a new song. He released a song um, in remembrance of Takeoff. It's called Without You. Very sad, solemn song. Basically, him just pouring his heart out about what happened and how much he misses takeoff and very emotional. The video is just him, you know, smoking a blunt and just looking very depressed. So, um, yeah, we're not going to rate this song because, I mean, it's I mean, it's a a R.I.P. song. So, yeah, we ain't going we ain't going to rate it. But just, uh, yeah, it was uh, you could tell he's still grieving and he's still processing the whole thing so yeah you gotta take as much time as he needs to to come to terms with it but yeah it's very sad all around still sad still hard to believe man that it happened in houston it happened at all so yeah yeah tough tough times yeah it was tough i'm me personally i'm not really a fan of these type of songs because it's so sad like no disrespect look i'm down with people creating stuff like this Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day music that's that's kind of your uh, people diary. That's where you kind of get your shit off a little bit. It, uh, and uh, you, you get some shit off your chest a little bit. But I'm just me personally, I'm just not a fan of sad songs like this, man. We we hear it all the time. Even songs that's not meant to be really sad. Remember, yeah. the, remember the Wiz Khalifa song? The, the, uh, no, See You Again, his biggest song. Yes. And I can only think about Paul Walker on that song. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really a fan of that song, man. And I'm not saying the song is bad, but. I, I don't like the song at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan, man. It, 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 they they played the fuck out that song too, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan of those type of songs, but I do appreciate him just. Getting shit off his chest, man, because you don't really see a lot of rappers do that type of stuff. Because you you know that some of the tough rappers, whenever they lose somebody, they kind of make a tough song. They you know they they don't really they don't they don't really sound like Quavo. Quavo sound like he was crying in the song. Yeah, but um, you know if it happened to Gucci, man, he he wouldn't really 
do anything. Like it'd just be rapping. Like, no, it's my nigga. Blah, blah, blah. But um, I felt for him, man. I, I still feel bad for him, man. Prayers to him. It, it, it's tough, man. I I, I still yeah. can't believe Takeoff is gone. Yeah, it's sad. And speaking of Gucci, I think Gucci actually made a song about Takeoff too. Pretty quick after it happened. Yeah, he did. So it, it, it yeah. didn't sound lo- nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, nah, but it was still, I, I would say it's definitely more lyrical, but I mean, Gucci's just a more lyrical guy. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he made a song too. So yeah, just sad, man. And yeah, it's going to take a while to process it for everybody involved. Yeah. Um. Also, Offset had a new song. I don't know when this was recorded, so I'm not going to claim like he's over it. <laughs> but he has a song out with Hit Boy called Too Live, and it's definitely not a R.I.P. song. It's a uh, kind of a club hit, kind of a uh, more upbeat type of trap song with Hit Boy, who I guess Hit Boy is becoming a full-fledged artist now. Um. And yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's okay. Um, I don't, I, um, I don't have much to say about it. It, it was, it was all right for what it was, but it. I mean, honestly, man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it feels weird hearing the Migos or anybody in Migos make like a regular Migos song right now. Really, to okay. me, yeah, yeah. So Just because Offset, of, because like, of the situation. like I said, it, it likely was made before it happened, but still, yeah. So it, it feel weird because of the situation that happened. The situation, yeah, basically, okay. yes, yeah, and no, the fact that, yeah, like because I'm, I'm not it sounds like they, they, it sounds like they over it, like they bad to rapping about money, and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like life's mo- like, like mo- life moves on. <laughs> it's like I remember after Biggie and and Pac died, like the gangster rap kind of slowed up a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna say everybody became conscious, but it feels like everybody slowed up a little bit after that happened. Yeah. And it didn't seem as, as wild as it was during like the East Coast, West Coast thing. And and like they had a whole press conference and they made peace and all this shit. And it was like, it, it, it did, it, it seemed like everybody cooled off a little bit. And look, I understand Eric, people gonna make the music they make, but from the Migos themselves, like, it would definitely feel weird if Quavo made a song like this that just came out. You yeah. know, Offset, okay, they were estranged a little bit. Plus, he got an album now supposed to come out around this time anyway. That's yeah. probably been done for a while now. Yeah. So, he, the music was yeah. likely done before. Yeah. But even on Insta, like, it, it, it just feels weird seeing, like, Offset having a great time right now, man. It yeah. just, it just, I know that sounds fucked up. But he's out here partying and having fun with Cardi B and doing it like oh, just photo shoots. And, yeah, and yeah. it's like, man, yeah. your brother just died, man. Like, I, 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 I'm not saying you can't have fun. I know it sounds fucked up, but just to me, I'm like, dog, the me, we never gonna hear the Migos again, man. The Migos never gonna be together again, and he's focused on his solo career and he's making songs and about to release the album, and it's just. Oh, this is weird. I, yeah. I know it sounds fucked up, and I think it is fucked up, but just that's just how I feel innately, man. It's it's hard to explain. Yeah, but no, I don't know. no, I, no, I, I I agree with you, man. Like it's honestly, it's uncomfortable in real life when somebody mm. lose somebody close to them, 
Yeah. And especially in a, a like a, a tragic death. And then uh, a couple days later, they still going on. They just having a good time. It's just like, mm-hmm. man. Like, shouldn't you, like I'm, I don't, you know, I don't like to tell nobody how to grieve, but like, damn, you just moving on back to normal yeah. <laughs> already. So um, it's hard to tell people how to grieve, but it do look, from our point of view, it do look strange. Yeah. Like they're back to just rapping about, um, she was Trapping and guns and shootouts and shit. I'm like, yeah. It also feel weird to me when, um, whenever a rapper dies or get killed and you, and they, they release one of their albums. Yeah. And it's like, ain't nobody about to catch me slipping. I'm, yeah. I got my gun on me all day long. And it's gonna take a lot to kill me and just be talking like that. Where I be like, I got to cut this off because it's hard to me. It's hard to listen to Pop Smoke. Listening yeah, to Pop nah, Smoke, his, his last tough. album sounded really weird because of that. Yeah, man. yeah, it's tough. It's tough to listen to stuff like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, so it yeah it is it is weird, but I mean that's just what rap is now, man. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. So yeah, whatever. Um, yes. Did you listen to anything else this past week? I, man, so I listened to um, Money Bag Yo and Glorilla. Okay, um, they got a song. I was kind of shocked to see this song, but it's a song called "On What You On." On O N What W A T, the letter U on. <laughs> on what you want, okay. On what you want. I'm on what you want, I guess. Just trying to be like you, man. I sound like one of them type yeah. of words. I'm on what you <laughs> It's your world. I'm living in it. <laughs> I'm trying to be like you, playboy. Trying to get like you, man. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> I'm trying to get like you. But um, I heard this song. I ain't like the song at all. Um, these are two artists from Memphis. <laughs> they both from Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I want to say they on the same label. I think Moneybag Yo is with Yo Gotti. So I think they label mates technically. But um, this is not really a good song to me. Um, they tried to do, it seemed like they tried to do like a um, girl versus boy type thing. Where, hey, I'm always with my friends, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you be tripping all the time. Like a chicken head type thing or something? Kind of. Not yeah, not as much. Ain't nobody going to top chicken head, to be honest. But it was somewhat like that. And it wasn't good at all, man. It, it, it was no chemistry at all. And um, I ain't like it. I ain't like it, man. It was it was, pig pen. Pig pen. Pig pen. Damn. Pig pen mentality. Pig starting like <laughs> starting like Glow really had a spark when she started, but I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, she just got the hogs, the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I got a random question because I feel mm-hmm. like now uh, with the female rappers, I'm starting to notice a lot more female rappers with deeper voices. Do you think that uh, the deep voice female rappers are kind of in right now? Do you think that's going to escalate a little more? I mean, I guess I haven't like, really. That's I've never actually. I've never even thought of that because I, I'm starting to see a lot more now. You got Glorilla. You got um, it was somebody else that was signed to Gucci Mane. 
I I thought it was a I thought it was a dude rapping, but mm-hmm. come to find out it was a girl. I'm like, oh shit. And then it's um shout out to Lola Brooke. I think yeah, Lola Brooke. I want to say she's in, she's from New York. And of course, the New York media is just hyping her up. <laughs> like they trying to make her Glorilla. Mm-hmm. She got she kind of got a deeper voice too. And she like fucking four foot eleven. I'm like, damn, that little girl sound like that. But um, it seemed like it's starting to be more female rappers with that deeper voice. So look, I'm not even surprised. Like, it's funny because the male rappers are getting more high pitched in their delivery. They sound a little more like (laughs) females are are sounding like fucking Barry White. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on, man? Like it is just a wild world out here, man. It's the the, the emasculation of the black man. See, it's all part of the agenda. Okay, yeah. we need to have a uh, Tariq Nasheed on. We could talk about this in depth about how the uh, black man's being emasculated. You see, they killed the black panther and replaced it with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> now you that- see all the women rappers sound like men, and the men rappers sound like women. The yeah. basketball players out here wearing dresses. Yeah, you're gonna be that podcast now. Man. I know. And then, and then, <laughs> you know, we, and you know we gotta bring up the uh, the black actors or the comedians got to play yeah. a woman. Yeah, everybody. Why they gotta wear a dress? Yeah. Huh? Look, look at Martin Lawrence. <laughs> he had to play a woman before he could get big. <laughs> yeah. Look at Wesley Snipes. He gotta play a woman. Look at Eddie Murphy. He gotta play a woman. <laughs> We we gonna be that typical black. Uh, look, if it gets our views up, man, we might see us yeah. take that fucking. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Kyrie nah. Irving will repost us. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, we need to get on that wave. Should I see all these shitty black podcasts talk about the same topics over and over again? You can tell they just fucking fall on the wave. Yeah. But but now nah, we we ain't doing that yet. At least not yet. I, I feel but. like man, I feel like my patience for good content is running low at this point because. Sometimes I, a lot of people are doing podcasts now. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they go on Instagram Live and I can kind of see what they, you know, they're in the podcast uh, setting. So I'm like, let me see what they're talking about. Every time I log in, they be like, so if a, uh, if a guy take you out, and I just I tune out. I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about another time that happened again. Another time I'm like, let me see what they're talking about. So, so a man should have to pay child support if he's <laughs> like, nope, out. <laughs> like, come on, like all the discussions y'all have on Facebook and Twitter, y'all bringing yep, it to audio. Yep. Like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> so a man got to pay the whole rent. <laughs> or are you gonna pay half? Like uh, that's like, that's a on, roommate. Man. If you pay half, right. that's your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I've got. Like I said, man, I'm trying. I'm trying my best to tune out social media you know, like a little bit more this year because it's just the same shit on Twitter every day, man. Unless something big happens, yeah. uh, it's been the same. Uh, it's just the same discussions rotating daily on social media hypothetical situations that yeah. have no basis in reality and, and just stupid people arguing about bullshit all day, man. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm getting sick of it. And, and can we leave the fake-ass tweets behind, man? Yes. Fake, hey, ba- hey, babe, I, I got the job. <laughs> I got the job. I'm so happy, but yep. um, I got to I gotta work seven days a week now. So, Chris, you mean to tell me that you got to work seven days a week and you can't spend no time with me? 
But Jesse, you know I've been working for this job so long. <laughs> this is my biggest opportunity. So do you oh, not want to be with me? No, I don't want to be with you, Chris. Well, can we leave that alone now, man? <laughs> leave that alone. Leave the people making up scenarios and tweets that we have no proof actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> All this hypothetical stuff, I'm getting sick of it, man. Yeah. Like, just, just, I'm just sick of relation topics, period, on, <laughs> on the timeline. They fucking. Locked Andrew Tate up. Can we lock all this shit up with him, man? All this goofy shit. Man, I didn't even go. know. I didn't even know who Andrew Tate was until he got locked up. Same here. And then everybody. I starts... didn't know how popular he was. Doc, my nephew was talking about him, and I'm like, this is like 13 <laughs> years old talking about Andrew Tate. I'm like, how do you know Andrew Tate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Doc, I didn't realize how popular he was until like he got in some trouble and he got banned off a bunch of shit, and yeah. then he went to jail. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. think these are, like, just weaker versions of P Patrice O'Neal to me, man. He was, like, the original dude talking this type of shit. Yeah. And, I uh, think Andrew Tate was pretty much a, um, um, what's the dude that passed away? The um, the relationship. Kevin Samuels. Yeah. It seemed like he was kind of like a um, Kevin Samuels a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for white people. <laughs> 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 Probably. I don't know, man. But, yeah, all these, all these male influencers who just be on some bullshit. And like, look, I'm not going to say everything they say is wrong, but they're intentionally trying to be controversial because yeah. they're trying to sell something. Yeah. You know, and once you keep that in mind, all this shit sounds goofy. I'm getting sick of it. I have no more patience for it. So yeah, enough people. <laughs> um. So with that being said, let's get into some topics, man. Some things that happened this week. Um, a lot going on as usual. Um, now we talked about Tory Lanez earlier. Um, apparently he is hiring a new lawyer. This lawyer is an 81 year old man named, where is this fucking, did I fucking already delete it? Oh, anyway, he is, uh, fuck, I think it, I, it was Suge Knight's old, um, yeah, he is Suge Knight's and Snoop Dogg's old lawyer. He defended, uh, Snoop Dogg in his 1996 case, uh, murder case, which he got acquitted. And he also defended Suge Knight when he ran over a guy like 10 years ago or so. And it, the result was a hung jury, but Suge Knight still went to jail. So, Yes, yeah, uh, Tory Lanez is trying to get a new trial, and yeah, he's he's fired his previous lawyers. He's trying to get a new trial going, and I don't know if it's gonna work. I, I was hoping we finally, I was hoping we were finally done with this whole thing, man. That that was my one wish for this whole saga. I want it to be over with, and. Uh, I'm hoping, like, look, ultimately you do want justice to be served, yeah. but I feel like we we got the truth at this point now, man. So, I, I don't know. It, the, the, the Tory truthers will never give up. There are still a lot of people who believe that he's innocent. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be banging his drum, too. But personally, I, I'm just sick of it, man. I want it to be over. What do you think about this whole thing, Figgy? Yeah, I think... 
I, I think this is a Hail Mary for uh, Tory Lanez. I think, honestly, I think he should have did this from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, you know, not defending him, but it seemed like he kind of had a shitty lawyer. I don't know where he got this lawyer from, but he should have hired the best lawyer possible from the very beginning. And now he seemed like he kind of scrambling, trying to backtrack a little bit. And um, look, man, it's the, the state of California do not play when it comes to guns. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody know that. So I don't think maybe, look, man, maybe he could get a lighter sentence. But I don't. He ain't. He ain't gonna get out of jail. I mean, he's not wiggling out of uh, jail at all, man. I don't think it's gonna be a thing where he don't do any time. Maybe he don't get the twenty two years. Maybe he could get ten or something like that. I don't know. But he that that dude is serving some time. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> the Charlemagne route <laughs> when he said about Takashi six nine. I'm not putting my money on it, or I ain't saying I, you know, that ignorance. That's a weird that, thing to say, man. Yeah, I, I forgot I about want that. To, so I, don't want to, <laughs> I don't even want to play around and say that. Yeah, but I'll say it for people who, for people who don't know. <laughs> Charlemagne said something to the effect of he, he'll suck some, uh, what was it, DJ Envy's? <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I think either he'll, DJ he'll Envy suck somebody's or, or Takashi uh, 69 get out of prison. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, that's just a weird thing for any dude to say. Period. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even like to play around like that. <laughs> but uh, I ain't going. I ain't going. Yeah, I ain't usually go- people put money up when they yeah. say things like this. They don't. They don't offer sexual I, favors. Yeah, I quit my job or I shave my yeah. head or something. I'll like put five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred yeah. on uh, if, if Takashi Six Nine get out of prison. Not I'm a suck dick. I'm like whatever. <laughs> Very strange. Charlamagne's just a weird guy, though, man. He said yeah. he's had a lot of things like that. Yeah, come up. Yeah, but um, I don't think he's getting out of jail um, that easy. So maybe he's getting this lawyer to try to get a lighter sentence or something, or maybe get one of the charges dropped. But I think it's a little too late for that, man. I think, I think, man. I said this before. We ain't gotta go through this whole situation again. But I really think his his. I guess the way he was acting leading up to this trial, I think that had a lot to do with uh, him getting found guilty of all of this too, because it seemed like he didn't care at all. He was walking around cocky, like he's not going to jail. I, he, um, he, he, he was shoot. I think he punched August Alcina. He beat up August Alcina. He was getting in trouble, like, like it wasn't nothing. I think. I think that on top of him having a gun in California, I think that played a big part in it. So um, maybe he's just trying to get one of the charges dropped so he could get less years or something. But I think it's a little too late now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy's name is uh, David Kenner. David Kenner. I believe, yeah, that's right. By that's the way. right. Yeah. He, he represented yeah. a lot of people in some cases, too. Yeah. But I mean, he's 81 years old, man. It's fucking. Have Joe nope. Biden get up there and defend you? Like, <laughs> is he really even still mentally all there? <laughs> Rusty Harden, right? <laughs> <laughs> How old is Rusty Harden? By the way, let me look it up. How old is Rusty Harden? I think he's like in the seventies, to be honest. He has to be his seventies. Yeah. Oh, he's eighty-one too. Oh shit! God damn. <laughs> well, I mean, he seemed pretty bright. 
I actually, yeah, I actually met, yeah, I met Rusty a few times, and he was cool as a fan, man. He, yeah, he was super cool. Yeah, I ain't think he was. I ain't think he was eighty one though. I thought he was at least like seventy three. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he's he was born in nineteen forty one. Damn, shit, fucking man. right in the midst of fucking World War Two and shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, man, we'll see how that goes. But like I said, I'm I was ready for this to be over with. Now I just wanted another truth, and at this point, just do your time, Tori. It is what it is. People still gonna listen to your music when you get out. So whatever. Shit. Yeah, yeah. They gonna listen to it while you in jail. Oh, definitely. They gonna run the numbers yeah. up, man. He he gonna be uh he he gonna have some best selling albums released when he's fucking in prison. Yeah, okay. his al- his album but, gonna go number one. It's gonna, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be like a shines. Uh, what was it called? Uh, something buried alive. What was that fucking shine album called? Oh, okay, I forgot about that. This nigga recorded songs on the phone in prison, <laughs> man. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Godfather buried alive. Yeah, and he only that was one of his only he he only had two albums. That's crazy. He had his first album on Bad Boy Classic, by the way. Yeah. And then Godfather Buried Alive, which was released. Uh, uh, yeah. Only okay. Only one song had a, a phone verse, uh. but it was still. Uh, I remember that song, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> so yeah, it'll Damn. be his version of Shine's Godfather Buried Alive album. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, real quick shout out to um Brad Spoon, he on Facebook Live. Um uh, Pablo, shout out to Pablo, he on Facebook what Live. What up, Pablo? Too. Yeah, they said congrats on the X Award. So appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to Figgy. Give it to yeah. Figgy, man. Award winning Figgy. <laughs> I need to put that in my bio. Oh yeah, award winning uh, radio producer, man. Yeah. Shit. It's what's I know. Why do um so you know, in the city, it's a whole bunch of uh, people that work for news stations and reporters and journalists. Mm-hmm. Why it seemed like every one of them had like Emmy award winning <laughs> journalism. It seemed like if you look at all of them that work for any station, it's like Emmy award winning journalists or any award women, uh, Emmy award winning um, reporter. It seemed like they just giving them out like candy. Pretty much. And look, man, if you ever wonder why reporters will stand out in the middle of a natural disaster for that with a camera and report on it, that's why <laughs> they get awards for it, man. I'm sure a lot of reporters here got awards for Hurricane Harvey coverage. Mm-hmm. And that's why their ass will be sitting out there in waist deep water <laughs> in the middle of a hurricane with 90 mile per hour winds and still trying to record and talk about what's going on, even though we can already imagine and see. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they do it, man. But yeah, it, it, yeah, they, they do give a lot of awards out like that, man. So <laughs> it's not even a big deal when you hear somebody, oh, an Emmy Award winning team <laughs> on the morning show. Okay. <laughs> so um, speaking of trials and drama and whatnot, uh, Gunna has returned to Instagram. <laughs> he is back. He made a post. Um, I, I'm guessing it's in his living room. Uh, it looks like he's re- working on a new project or music or something. 
and he has a uh, I'm surprised he what's, did not close off the comments. Yeah, what's the what the caption say? Because the, the caption the caption says, the caption says Niggas acting like they switching to a side, but it's only one side. Hashtag YSL the label. Uh. Hashtag free thug and yak. And he said, uh, gonna back with two C's like the crib spelling. Apparently, I didn't confirm this, but I heard originally it said gonna back with the CK. But then he changed it to the crib spelling oh, wow. of B-A-C-C. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you get that edit so, button. <laughs> the, the YSL, the label part was hilarious. Yes. Because then he said it was a gang. It confirmed that it, it was a gang. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he got fried in the comments, man. Dog, I was scrolling. I had to stop because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Niggas calling him Gunatello. Gonna tell I've heard uh I seen uh, I heard you snitch for a four for four. I see push push and plea. (laughs) Push and plea, gonna tell, uh all this stuff, man. Uh, (laughs) yeah, it's uh oh oh, so now it's a label, huh? That's not what you told the judge. And uh, we going to act like that's not a witness board in the corner. That does look like a witness board. I don't know what that is. You can't enhance the image, but yeah. it looks like one of them TV witness boards or like one of them things where the detective is trying to pay, uh, put together a case. And yeah. he's got like the red string going from picture to picture. That's kind of what it looks like. Here, y'all can see if you watch on the stream. I can't t- but see that thing in the background on the... Uh, Brown uh, board. Oh, yeah, right here. What that looks like some kind of de- yeah. police department detective witness. I know. <laughs> thing or like something. Sni- I don't know if yeah. he did that for promo or this what. This is the guy right here that did it. This was the guy that was driving the car <laughs> over there. This man had the guns. <laughs> you got Young Thug's picture at the top, probably. Yeah. And then all the white. He's the mastermind. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so. Push yeah, and I don't <laughs> look at these comments. <laughs> um, so apparently this has caused some kind of like YSL civil war. Um, I know on um on Twitter, Gunna also returned. He said RIP Low Keed. Um, and Lil Keed's people came back and kind of implied they didn't appreciate that. They kind of said, keep his name out your mouth. And so apparently there's been some kind of like little mini civil war over this whole thing. I think a lot of YSL people unfollow Gunna, including Young Thug's sister, apparently, according to DJ Academics. Man, I'm taking this all off of him because I don't follow this bullshit. <laughs> so so <laughs> it's what he's reporting. So if you really care about it that much, go check out uh, DJ Academics' timeline. He's reporting on the whole thing. I don't really care that much. But... um. What do you think about this, Figgy? Do you think uh, Gunna will be able to return to music and be what he was before all this? Um, I think I think he can make an attempt to return to music. I think he he's going to drop some music. He's going to drop some uh, projects. So uh, I just don't know because we had this conversation with the, uh, about Takashi Six Nine, and um, to be honest, it seemed like his. It seemed like, I mean, we see on the internet all the jokes and all this other stuff, people weighing in, but 
do really uh, do people really care if the music is good? Like if his music is still fire, you th- you feel like people gonna turn the other cheek and just still work with him and still support him? I'm not sure. I think it all depends on his music, man. And um, you know he's not he's he's nowhere near like Takashi Six Not Takashi Six Nine was uh, a troll and all this other stuff. Gunner don't seem like a troll. You seem a little more laid back a little bit. So um I think it's possible that people that that people will still support him and he could still have a rap career. But um I'm just curious from his point of view, is he gonna look on the internet and try to address everything, or is he gonna say something to everybody that call him a rat? If he if that's his main focus. I don't, me personally, I don't think the music going to be good. Because if you strictly focus on what people saying about you on the internet, um, you focus on what Freddie Gibbs said, and you're trying to address him because he's he's not that type of rapper that I sit there and make a rap uh, a rap diss about you. If, he, if that's his focus, man, I just don't think the music going to be that good. So I think, I think it's possible he could still have a, rap career but I don't know man I think I I think he just got a zero in just make some good music and people will probably eventually look the other way yeah I mean the biggest obstacle he has I think is finding people to work with him yeah because he was an artist who did a lot of features and had a lot of features and you know how rappers are man once this stuff pops up they don't even want to be affiliated with that kind of tag Mm -hmm. so you know especially people people who are close to young thug yeah so i can't imagine him having another drake feature uh, anytime soon and um yeah it's uh it'll it'll be tight working with people at this point because nobody wants that label on them too so i don't know how it's going to be on that end man Personally, I feel like if he's determined to just make music, he should just say fucking and lean into it. I think yeah. his first single back should be called Yes, Ma'am. <laughs> and he should be like making a mockery of it. I, I <laughs> Like, do I get money? Yes, ma'am. And <laughs> some shit like that. Like he should lean into it and 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 just look. Because look, th- th- these allegations aren't going away. The trolls ain't going away. Like niggas still in Lil Durk's comments talking about Wine Tree Sly for Vaughn and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like they're never that's gonna not, let it go. Not, man. Yeah, that's not going away. Yeah. They're they're never gonna let this go. So either lean into it or ignore it. But yeah. don't try to like explain yourself. Don't yeah. try to uh uh take do a live and say, no, nah, I'm not a snitch because this, 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 yeah. and this. I never like, talk I never talked to anybody. So yeah, that's not don't 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 try to explain yeah. yourself, man. Either yeah. lean into it and just be a troll back or just ignore it yeah. and continue what you do. But yeah. it, it's not gonna go away, man. These allegations are gonna follow him, especially if Young Thug is locked up and does serious time. They're gonna follow him for the rest of his career. So yeah. it is what it is. You just got to move forward. But yeah. Yeah. Mm, I, we'll so, see. So I looked up to see what record label he signed to. 
and uh, three record labels popped up. So he's still signed to uh, YSL, Young Stoner Life. Mm-hmm. Um, YSL, the label. Got yep, to make sure you, you, a, not, <laughs> yes, sure you clarify yes, that. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> um, I guess that's uh, connected with Atlantic Records and 300 Entertainment. So my get like I agree with you. I feel like it's a lot of people that probably wouldn't work with a lot of street rappers that probably wouldn't work with them. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like whoever's on Atlantic Records and 300, I feel like they might be forced to work with them. I don't know if it's like an R&B singer or some mm-hmm. rapper that don't care that's on the label that's just getting paid regardless. I feel like that that's probably the best chance of him getting collabs with people. Okay, let's look up uh, who's on Atlantic Records right now. Let me look up. Uh, I can't find a whole list. Okay, hold on, hold on. I see artist. Okay. Um, would A Boogie with the Hoodie work with Gunna? Uh, <laughs> I ain't heard shit from in a long yeah, time. So. Yeah. I, um, that's tough, man. I, because I feel like he, 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 I'm sure he labels himself as a street dude, but I feel like he might be the ones that don't give a shit. Yeah. He's just going to try to get the bag and keep it moving. Would Bruno Mars work with Gunner? I think so. <laughs> I, don't, Me I mean, if he, if he do, he really like his music. It feel like they can make some. I don't think he gonna be like, oh, what that boy snitch. Yeah, Bruno Mars ain't got no street cred, cred to be like, I don't fuck with snitches. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bruno Mars gonna say, man? Yeah. Uh, would Cardi B work with Gunna? That I don't think so. Yeah, same I don't here. think so. She got a lot of street people in her corner. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't think, I don't think so. Um, Charlie XCX could work with Gunna. I can see that I can happening. See that. I can see that. Charlie Puth. 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 I don't know how to say his name, but he could. Yeah, yeah that's Hey, a- Corday. Speaking of Corday, I forgot oh, to put that yeah, in. Yeah. Congratulations to Corday. Um, Naomi Osaka is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> this man, Corday, done secured the bag. Yeah. I'm assuming it's Corday's baby. I didn't see nothing from Corday. Uh, yeah. Saying it was his, but she did post yeah. she was pregnant. Yeah, I, I'm assuming this is, but yeah, yeah, I, I'd be shocked if it if it wasn't. But let me look up on Instagram. Have you <laughs> have you posted anything? I don't see anything, but I'm assuming that is his because she's the only one. He's the only one she's been linked with, yeah, and for a long time. she posts that she is pregnant. She's going to miss the Australian Open, of course. Um. So yeah, congratulations to Corday. Do you think Naomi Osaka, you're the, you're the tennis guy, man. Do you think Naomi Osaka will return after this? I think she will once she have the baby and, you know, get a little time to herself. I think she will attempt to come back. I, I don't know if we're going to see the Naomi Osaka um, <laughs> at peak. Because I think Serena said it herself, man. It's hard to get back to what what she was after she had her baby. Mm-hmm. And that was Serena Williams. And she was still getting close. Yeah. But um, man, I hate to say it, man. And I don't I don't like to doubt nobody, but I think that's it for her, man. I think I think she's gonna attempt to come back, but I don't think she's gonna be the same. 
She ain't. Yeah. She ain't. Look, Serena used to work her ass off, man. Like I don't. Serena was literally the LeBron of tennis. Well, I, she greater than LeBron when it comes to tennis, but she would. That's how hard she worked. She used to work. She used to bust her ass. I don't think Naomi Osaka. Uh, no disrespect. I don't think she worked as hard as Serena. So I don't see. I don't see her going in like that, man. I I I, I can see her still playing and you know having fun, but. I don't think she's going to be that top-tier number one tennis player in the world like she was at one point. Yeah, and I'll go even further, man. I suspect either consciously or subconsciously, um, Naomi Osaka got pregnant because she was looking for a way out of tennis. Mm. Like, at least mm. to the, the full-time aspect of always competing and the pressures of winning and losing – and I think she's been trying to get her look for a way to get out. And I'm sure she wants the baby and wants to start a family as well. I'm not saying that's the reason why she's having a kid, but I feel like subconsciously she's probably been looking for a, a way to just get out and just be done with it yeah. full time. At least I'm sure she'll still do matches and compete in Wimbledon or whatever. And like the big stuff. But I think as far as being like a full-time competitor, I think that's, pretty much behind her now at this point. She'll just do it for fun, but it's not going to be, you know. Yeah. She's not going as hard as she used to go after yeah. this point. Yeah, I think she made a um, pretty decent amount in tennis. So I She think made she, a lot of money. Yeah, I think she'd be just fine. But also, I could see her dipping off doing her own thing, like mm-hmm. making her own brand up. Maybe, I, maybe it's you know, modeling or something. I don't know. She, I think she'll find something to get into. Yeah. Not I think tennis. she made a lot of smart investments. I know she's always been on like the Forbes, whatever top, whatever list yeah. every year. Yeah. So yeah, I think she's made a lot of smart investments. I think she'll be fine. Yeah. So, she'll be cool. Yeah, that is where it is. Yeah. Salute to her. She had a, a, a cool little run. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Holly says her net worth shows to be about 38 to 45 million. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was a big star. Um, and she also, I think she has a Netflix deal too and a bunch of stuff going on. So, yeah, she, she uh, it seems like she was making moves outside of tennis because yeah. she is probably pre- preparing for something like this for yeah. a while now. Yeah. And, and two, we got to remember, man, tennis is not, it's, it's not like the NBA where you got some superstars that's going for 12 to 15 years. Yeah. A lot of tennis players don't go that long. They burn out quick, man. They, it's they a burn tough out sport. Quick. Thir- a 30-year-old tennis player is old. Mm-hmm. They be starting from age 15. So, um, yeah, I mean, she had a good career, man. S- sometimes we look at Serena and Venus as the uh, as the bar or the, the standard when they were the – they were pretty much the LeBron, the one that's playing 18 years and still playing mm-hmm. at a high level. That stuff probably won't happen again. So um, I, I find myself doing that too. I'm look, Whenever I see somebody, I'm like, oh, that person washed up. They ain't really had a good – but I got to remember it's tennis. Yeah. So somebody like Maria Sharapova, at first I'm like, oh, she, you know, she ain't had that good of a career. But in tennis, yeah, she, she – that was an amazing career for her. And mm-hmm. look at all the money she made. So 
you got to remember that. I think she had a pretty good career. And, um, yeah, and, and that's to show you that it, it's, it's going to be a long time before we have another Serena. Oh, yeah, if ever, man, at yeah. this point. We'll see. Yeah. There might be one in training now, but, yeah. I mean, the, the, it seems like the field is wide open. I feel like, you know, we got Coco, who's who's been playing pretty well. But other than that, I mean, it seems like it's kind of like golf. Like, there's there's why it's wide open to have another Tiger. You know, you don't know if there's ever going to be another Tiger, but there is yeah. why it's wide open to have another superstar in yeah. these sports because it seems like there's a lot of parody going on. A lot of people get a streak going and then they lose and they cool off for a bit. So yeah, yeah, you never know, man. Yeah, it's crazy because like I I like tennis and every around every big event. You always see a couple players that's like, damn, he he doing his thing. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're gonna see him around a long time. And then you won't see that person ever again. Yeah, like that nigga who did the Millie Rock. <laughs> what, what happened to him? Remember that dude? Um, what's that one? dude from New York who uh I wanna say it was last year at the uh some kind of open mm. and he, he made it pretty far. Yeah, that black uh, dude. I forget his name now. Uh, what happened to him? Yeah, uh, Fonto, uh, Fonto, I'm trying to think of his name. I forget. I got to look up I know tennis player Millie Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a black player. That oh, had, Francis Tiafo. Tiafo. Yeah, I want to say from, I want to say from Baltimore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, he's, I always been entertained by him, man. He. Mm-hmm. He good to watch, but like I said, man, it's super competitive, man. Some of the people that was my favorite players, or I thought that was going to be uh, doing good, they they kind of fall off a little bit. We and same thing I said about Serena Williams. We look at people like um, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, uh, Roger Federer, <laughs> who mm-hmm. been playing since he was playing up into his forties. We think that's that's the uh, standard, and it's like, man, it's not. <laughs> and Rafael and the dog, they playing today 37, 38, and it's like, mm-hmm. man, this shit is rare. So, um, yeah, man, it's, sometimes, you know, it'd it be some people that rise or catch a hot streak. It's kind of look at it like the NCAA. Sometimes when you get in the NCAA, you always have that Cinderella team. That make mm-hmm. it to the Elite Eight and then to the Final Four. Yeah, like TCU. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and football. Yeah, and that's it. That was all, man. That was a rough game, man. Yeah. Now, dog, how do you get, dog, how do you run up the score that much, man? <laughs> they had to the, back up in there. You look like the fucking starter. Yeah. But whoa. <laughs> T, TCU look like ass out there, man. It was yeah, bad. Doug, I um so I forgot the game was on. I was man, I was fucking watching Law and Order um criminal um uh, <laughs> Law and Order organized crimes. The uh the new one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, the game won. I went to it, it was like 35 to nothing or something. At halftime. <laughs> I'm just like oh, 35 shit. to 7. I'm like, nope. I, I went right back to Law and Order. And then I ended up checking in again. It was like fucking. It was it was like fifty something to seven. I'm like, oh my god, this is. Oh, I'm glad I ain't watch a minute of this shit mm-hmm. because I was kind of pulling for TCU. I think a lot of people were. Yeah, man. I'm like, they, damn, everybody want to see the underdog win. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was like it was a different sport they were playing. 
Yeah. It was <laughs> like bad. fucking uh, varsity high school team against a pro college team or some shit like that, man. It was it was a mess, man. It was <laughs> it it looked ugly. Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I, I saw it on I, at the gym and just like these niggas just kept scoring, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. 65 to 7, the final score, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Now it's about to be the conversation. Uh sh- should Alabama been in that uh playoff in the playoff instead of TCU. Yeah. So now it's gonna be that conversation. Yeah. I, I think they need to expand it. You can't just win one game and get in the championship, man. They they need to expand it. We need to because football is very fluky, man. You can fluke your way towards one win. It's hard to fluke three or four. Yeah. So I mean, I think they gotta uh, expand the playoff, but I'm sure they will. They've already talked about they're doing it. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that game was terrible, awful. Yeah. Yeah. Holly Ask back to tennis. Holly Ask has Sloan Stephens. I think that's how her name is. Uh, Stephens Stevens. Stevens. Whatever. Sloan Stevens. Uh, has she fallen off? Uh, was she ever on? <laughs> Ooh, I think I think she was a I think she was a good I think she I enjoyed watching her, but she never really took off to me. Like I, I felt like she wasn't that good, man. If I had the top five list, I, I wouldn't really put her on there, man. She was always mm-hmm. good. She was super cool. She actually tweeted me back one time. Hey, cool, but um, and look how it, you treat her. I know, man. She, she to me, she was just like an average player, man. And um, Damn. yeah, I don't even know where she at. I ain't seen her in a long time, man. But, uh, I'm yeah. looking at some of her scores. Uh, she doesn't look like she's done awful. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know how she do at the U.S. Open. She lost to wait, did. Wait, what the fuck? No, oh, nah, it's something else. Uh, she lost in the second round to Schwat. I don't even know how to say that name. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess she has kind of fallen off or, or never was on. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, she she's a cool person, but she she just never took off. Like I thought she would have took off. Uh, she took off. Yeah, kind of like a... Uh, uh old track girl what's her name <laughs> i already forgot uh, her name uh, remember that track everybody chick was with fighting the, for <laughs> what was her fucking name i already forgot her name she was the biggest <laughs> track star yeah i don't want to be ignorant but it was like <laughs> it was uh sh- sh- not sharkeisha or was, <laughs> track runner weed <laughs> it was shikari richardson shikari, that's shikari, right shikari, yeah <laughs> it was shikari richardson yeah she was a talk of all the olympics yeah once and, in a once in a while i I see her pop up because somebody be like hey guys shikari won once, a race once in a while she wins a race and they're like hey see hey, y'all wrote see, her off yeah so nobody's talking about this yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. We only care about like, track when it's the fucking Olympics. Yeah, man, okay? I was like, her time to shine was in the Olympics, man. <laughs> she got to wait another four years. Yeah, we ain't keeping up with track now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it is. What it, I don't know. A lot of a lot of fly by night athletes at this point yeah. coming through. Damn, Sloan Stevens, twenty nine. Who? I, no, I'm looking at Sloan Stevens. I ain't know she was twenty nine. Oh yeah, Damn. yeah, she getting she up getting there. Up there. She, yeah, she, she, 
She uh Donis Haslam uh, uh tennis yeah. right now. <laughs> oh tennis, yeah, pretty much. Man, why the fuck is he still playing? <laughs> They keep paying him. Duh, Same with see- Vince Carter. Why we not? <laughs> he plays on people. Duh, paid him. Did you see him in the game recently? <laughs> no. Duh, this dude looked like he do not need to. Be- I don't know what the hell he was doing, man. They need to just put him in a uh, in a suit. Just pu- <laughs> just put him in a suit and give him a clipboard. At this point, I don't know why he's still playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at his stats. I don't think he's even played a game in a while. Yeah, they, I mean, look, they put I mean, him, they put him in garbage time at one point, and dude mm-hmm. almost got into a fight. It's like, man, <laughs> sit, man, if you don't sit your old ass down somewhere, man, it do forty two years old, man, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can try to find this damn video of him trying to play, but man, dog, if you don't sit your ass down, he so so far this season he's averaged seven minutes, point six points. <laughs> so yeah, he hasn't played much at all. I don't even know how he's taking up a roster spot. Yeah, but oh well. Yeah, he, he, he getting that money, but man. Yeah, Miami Heat tanking. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What's the Miami Heat record? What they doing? I don't think they doing all that. Man, Miami Heat are. Wait, let me see. Mm, I can't Catch see. Fight. Okay, Miami Heat. Actually, they're not too bad. They're twenty three and twenty. Okay, so just above five hundred. Okay. okay, I think that everybody thought they was gonna be a little better though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see this video right here? <laughs> Look, they try to throw an alley hoot to him. No. Good catch by Udonis, but he fell what? out of bounds. What the hell? Good catch by Udonis, but he fell out of That was pathetic, man. Yeah, I'm sure he hasn't played in the game since then. I'm sure. So I'm surprised he, he actually flew back with the team after that. Yeah. They should have just left him there <laughs> on the floor and not even picked him up. Just went back to the locker room. Yeah, that was pathetic, man. But hey, as long as people keep throwing checks, I wouldn't be surprised if he keep playing. Man, yeah. as long as somebody keep paying you, yeah, I don't why think not? I don't think it's better to play anyway. So we just yeah. be sitting there talking shit. Mm-hmm. He's the veteran presence, quote unquote. Hey, easy money. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I've seen the uh, the uh, Twitter timeline isn't a tizzy over Lori Harvey again. Yeah, she's got a new man. <laughs> the star of uh, FX's own Snowfall, Damson Idris. <laughs> yeah, she going, she she collecting her stones, man. I mean, I don't even have anything to say about this. I, I mean, yeah. like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. The fun, the funny, like, just, the funny thing is, um, it's like the guys on social media is like. Oh, she's just going through everybody. She's just going through everybody. And the women are like, she can date whatever she wants. There's nothing wrong with dating. I'm like, the first thing I thought about was, damn, old boy got a contract. So now he about to, this dude about to become the man of the year. He about to be, mm-hmm. he about to be the man of the year. He about to be on the uh, magazine. 
This dude about to win an Oscar. <laughs> he about to have a nice little run now. Because once, oh, that, yeah. once that contract yeah. expired with uh, old Michael B. Jordan, I ain't heard a yep. thing from him since. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. You kind of slowed up Black, for him. Yeah. Man. Shit. I was surprised to see him in Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I mean, he got that new Rocky movie coming out. The Creed oh, yeah. movie coming yeah. out with uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting everybody's fucking name today, man. I forget <laughs> that dude. That dude who he played uh, Krang. Ah, uh, uh, fucking. What is this? Creed three. <laughs> dude, Jonathan Majors. That's right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm blanking on everybody's name tonight. But Jonathan Majors is in uh, the new Creed, and uh, that comes out next month. Mm. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll see the press tour for that cranking up pretty soon. Or actually, March, not February. So, it comes out March 3rd. So, yeah, reserve your tickets. (laughs) (laughs) What's the movie you... um, you, Do you got the movie you ready to see or nothing? No. I I like nothing. Everything is terrible now, man. I can't think of any... Just, no, like I everybody said the Avatar movie was good, but I just don't feel like watching no shit like that, man. I'm I didn't really like the first one. I thought the first one looked cool in IMAX 3D. Mm. It looked really the effects were crazy, mm. but the story was really basic and stupid. And I don't really want to see more of that story. So I didn't really care to see it. Um, I don't know what else is coming out. Uh, like uh, I'll probably watch House Party just to say I, I watched it. I was we can just review about it to, on the podcast. Yeah, I was just about to say, you want to see that? Or how you feel about that? I, I, I'll see it on streaming. I'm not going to pay to see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about it on the podcast. It's good podcast content. So I, I would yeah. see it for the podcast, but I'm not excited to see it or <laughs> care about it or have any expectation that it'll be decent. Yeah. But... Who knows? I might be surprised. Who knows? Yeah. It's crazy because this is probably the one movie like I don't have I don't have a problem with them remaking. Because mm-hmm. House Party is so generic anyway. I felt like you could always make another house party. It won't be that big of a deal. It, it, it's not like making another coming to America and uh using the same actors and all that shit. I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with them making another house party. They probably gonna make another house. They gonna make house parties until the end of time. I mean, maybe. You know, they, I don't think they fund black movies like that too much, unless they're made for super cheap. I know this was supposed to be an HBO Max movie, yeah. but HBO Max did the merger and they basically said they're not gonna put it out. So they said, "Fuck it, we'll just put it in theaters then." And yeah, I mean, knowing that it was supposed to be straight to streaming, I already don't think it's going to be very good. Yeah, I think but they just in, in all the rapper celebrity cameos I see in it, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah, I think Lil Wayne was in it too, or some shit. Like, uh, all right, but um, yeah, I mean, who? It's whatever. And of course, Chris, just... of course, Christopher Reed gonna be in there. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> his I old saw ass a, probably I... gonna be somebody's father. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, now I've seen the LeBron cameo a few times too in the commercial. So yeah, I know that's happening too. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Holly mentions uh Lolo Jones. We're talking about uh athletes that just washed up after a while. Yeah, Lolo was crazy, man. Mm. Um. That that whole story was insane. And then she came back as a Vops letter <laughs> later on, and she still couldn't get a medal. And she got on TV, was crying when she was in track about all this shit. I don't know. It was very weird. Yeah. Very strange person, Lolo Jones. She was a virgin as well. I think she might still be a virgin, be a, supposedly. Really? Damn. She four, yeah, she, she said she was old. saving herself for marriage, but she's like in her mid-40s now. She's 40 years old. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, she's like super Christian and was saving herself for marriage, but never got married. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, dang. So, I got to ask you a personal question. Are you, st- are you still single? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, are you still dating? Or, uh, or are you kind of off the market? I'm, I, I would probably consider myself single-ish. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a situation that may or may not work out. So yeah. I'll just put it like that. No, but yeah, no, it, it's nothing crazy. Like, I ain't trying to hook you up or nothing, but okay. No, I just ain't want to ask you a, a random question. Then you, you know, you got somebody. Oh, but I was, yeah. I was gonna say, would you date a girl if she was a, a virgin, or would that kind of scare you a little bit? Uh, I don't. Uh. Because I'm I'm not talking about like taking somebody serious, mm-hmm. but somebody you meet, she fine, you um you mess around with her, you find out you know she a virgin. Would that kind of scare you a little bit? Where you like, nah, I ain't, I don't want to be the first one to crack it, that. Nah, it wouldn't or, it wouldn't scare me, but I would have to like a lot of things about her. So first off, I have to assume this woman is older, like yeah, at least mid twenties. Yeah. And not <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I would I would have to like her a lot because I to be honest, I never understood like people's obsession with like a virgin or getting the, I, like I never I, understood like, that. Either. That's too much to have to coach up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's and I'm 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 in my mid 30s now. I don't have the time to teach a woman everything about sex at my like you got to come in with some knowledge. <laughs> at this point, man, I can't fucking, I, I can't be, uh, I can't be the the the, the uh, instructor on every single thing, and yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I like, I would have to like a lot about her to do it. Holly says she hella fine. Yes, I'll wait it out. See, I feel like Lolo Jones has to be insane yeah something I, I something think, can't be because there's no reason for her to not find a dude at this point yeah she's been famous for a long time she's yeah. had chances i'm sure she's been had access to all these rich and famous men yeah. and none of them were marriage worthy yeah and, and you mentioned she is she super religious like i think man and and this is so funny because you know i go to church once in a while and all that stuff. And I went to church when I was a kid. But I know this one thing about people that meet each other in church and they are super religious. 
they waste no time getting married, man. Yeah. They waste no time. Man, they might, I don't know, quicker between them or somebody that's in the uh, military. They waste no time getting married. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if it's because they're not having sex with each other. And so that kind of make it <laughs> more demand to let's get married <laughs> because, you know, this is the one I want to be with and I want to have sex. Because if, you know, you know, me and my girl, we've been together since 09. And it took me it, t- <laughs> it took me until 2016 to propose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We was kind of chilling, to be honest. But let's say we both grew up in church. We both were super religious. We met each other at the church. I don't think I would wait to 2016 to, to get married <laughs> or mm-hmm. to propose. I would probably propose that next year. <laughs> So I wonder, uh, so that's to me, if she's super religious and she's possibly talking to other super religious people, I just, I don't know. It, I, man, I don't know her at all, but it got to be something with her, man. It's it's something she's doing wrong where ain't nobody sticking around. Because I, I guarantee you, a guy that's sticking around for over a year and not getting anything out of it just going on they would have popped the question yeah <laughs> yeah i nah. i think there's something going on there oh yeah i forgot she uh she was reportedly dating the dominican sue for a minute too yeah <laughs> this is like years ago but yeah man um i mean she's been connected with a lot of people damn but i mean she's famously claimed she was gonna save herself for mayor she's 40 years old now and she's been on a lot of reality shows. She was she was probably the worst contestant on Dancing with the Stars ever. She was terrible <laughs> there. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was uh her her whole career has been a, a mess, man. Honestly, like from being embarrassed at the Olympics to being embarrassed on Dancing with the Stars. I think she was on Celebrity Big Brother too. Like a bunch of crazy shit, man. She's kind of famous for <laughs> fucking up, to be honest. <laughs> But she seemed like a chill person, man. At least when I see her on, like, interviews and stuff, she seemed like she a cool person. But I don't know. There must be something there. She is cute, though. At least she yeah. was cute. I don't know what she looks like right now. Yeah. But she was cute in her prime, man. Yeah. Troy. She got that little Rashida Jones mixed look going on. Yeah. Troy on Facebook said, Jesus freaks equal freaks. Freak freaks. <laughs> yeah. Usually, yes. Usually, yeah. yes. But um, and he put yeah, in maybe. his in his experience. Usually, <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Like anybody with like a square ass appearance, usually like even with jobs, occupation, religion, like they're the freakiest people. Yeah, like teachers are the freakiest people. Nurses are the freakiest people. Uh, super religious people are the freakiest people. That's yeah. why they're so religious. They're trying to make up for that sin. You. you, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the worst thing though man the fine woman with all the sex appeal that sex is so whack yeah like it's like man you like right yeah you be out here showing it all you be looking sexy but mm-hmm. you can't do you can't do nothing man like you born yeah. as hell no no 100 <laughs> percent. That, that that's and that's because they don't they feel like they don't need to have that yeah, because they already look good, and you should be doing all the work. And, and don't be freaky at all. Yeah, and <laughs> you, uh, she, I hate to see it when you see like a fine girl on Instagram, 
And then you find out, oh, she got an OnlyFans. Let me look up some of her content, you know, uh, for free. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look it up and oh, she can't fuck at all. Yeah. Oh, she don't, she, her, the head game is terrible. And it's like, oh, okay. You just got the body and said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Some of them, see, that's why some of the most fire porn be like with the average chicks. Yes. Because they, they put the maximum effort in, man. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> they really got to impress people. Yeah, the amateur. <laughs> the amateur yeah. ones. Yeah. Like, I got to get that girl we had on. She was good at it, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot her name. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, man, shout out to the amateur porn makers, man. Yeah. Yeah, the ones yeah. really putting in the work, man. Yeah, not the, y'all. The, not well, the, the ones, ones who get a BBL and just lay there. Yeah, or the nah. ones with the full blown production and don't yeah. be doing a damn thing. Oh, speaking of porn, did you uh, see that thing about how in New Orleans um, you got to have like an ID to watch Pornhub now? Because it's no, some I, new state law. Yeah. I ain't know that. Damn. Yeah. So you got to be over Orleans, 18? Yeah. You got to be over 18 to watch it. Damn. So you have to provide your driver's license information. That sounds sketchy as hell. That sounds sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not even putting my credit card on no fucking (laughs) Pornhub. I definitely ain't putting my fucking driver's license. Yeah, so they can plaster it up like, yeah, Ryan Rocket, like, <laughs> like, yeah, Ryan Rocket was watching sex with pregnant women. <laughs> that was in this recent search. <laughs> yeah, man, you ain't you ain't catching me like yeah. that. So, yeah, very very interesting. Um, what some people, I guess, some people are. I, I've noticed like a growing cry to ban porn, and yeah. at first I thought it was like a niche religious people doing it but i've seen it grow more and more with people some of these influencers and these like you know uh these these men the the, these like talking heads influencers who are like talking to a lot of guys and trying to get them to be more masculine have been saying stop watching porn (laughs) and it's growing into I, i wouldn't be surprised if states start passing laws like this by the and we start seeing this more where yeah. people say uh, porn is either banned or you got to be over a certain age to watch it. Yeah. So I, I wonder why, man. I, like, is it destroying people's homes or something? Because it's I not. Think, it's not like I mean, I understand gun laws and all that stuff, yeah. where you know tragedies ha- happen and they're trying to figure a way to stop it. Mm-hmm. But what's the tragedy in <laughs> in the in in porn? I do think it's more readily accessible. Because I remember growing up, like, yeah, we all saw porn. You had to work hard for it, though, man. You had to either see your granddad's, sneak into your granddad's room and and get get his magazines. Or get that old VHS tape. Yeah. (laughs) Or you got to watch HBO late at night. And that wasn't even like porn porn. Yeah. It was like very soft porn. That's the softest porn. Yeah. And now everybody has a smartphone. Everybody got access to the internet and everybody got access. And there's porn everywhere, man. There's basically porn so, on Instagram, the, porn the, on Twitter. Man, sometimes I'll be scrolling and uh, sometimes I'll be forgetting who I'll be following. Yeah. Randomly, I just see some some damn titties. I'm like, oh, yep. shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the thing, I think what it is, too, I think certain people I follow, they retweet the shit. 
Yes. So it pop up on my timeline. Like, what the fuck? Who? And I'm like, who the fuck is tweeting this in my damn timeline? And uh, I I have to mute them mm-hmm. because I'm like, man, I can't like people be over my shoulder and shit. <laughs> like I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to be seeing no hardcore porn on my yes. timeline and then see the uh, 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 Adam Schefter tweet or some bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just all over the place, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it's everywhere now, man. And uh, I do think, like, I don't know how you scale back internet access at this point because it's really yeah. impossible. I don't think you can. I think You they- can say, oh, I got child-proof stuff, but, you know, kids gonna find a way to look at shit, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. And it's every even not even just like regular TV shows will have like hardcore sex in it now, man. Yeah, so it's it's, it's hard to escape at this point. It's it's getting worse now because remember back in the day, you you always had sex scenes. The most you'll see is probably like some titties or something, some nipples. Now, man, you see the guys shit. (laughs) You see, Mm -hmm. you said you see their package. You see the ass and. The position, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like it'd be a little awkward. Like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a nice little set scene, but mm-hmm. sometimes it'd be shows you, you know, you could possibly watch with your parents. Yes. Like if if your mom, if if your mother like power and y'all sitting there thinking, you know, it's, yeah. it's about to be some drug like hardcore dealer scene. sex scene come Yeah. Up. And it's just like, all right, come on. And it'd be like mm-hmm. some real porn type scenes. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's <laughs> that's a little uncomfortable, man. Dog, do you do you ever be scrolling the porn site and then click on a video and then be like, damn, this is this is shot a little too good and realize it's from a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> I be doing some shit. I'm like, wait a minute, this lighting is a little too professional, but yeah. it looks like porn. Yeah, but it's a little too professional in, in the way it's edited and cut in the music. I'm like, wait a minute, this can't be no fucking Brazzers <laughs> <laughs> or Bang Bros. It's like, oh, this is an FX show. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's something on HBO. All right, yeah, they used to do that shit back in the day too, where they'd be like. Uh, Holly Berry, um, hot sex. Uh, oh scene. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be oh, something yeah, from that's... the fucking Swordfish or <laughs> or what's the other what's the other movie she was on? Oh, Monsters Ball. Yeah, it'd be it'd yeah. be a scene from Monsters Ball. Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? Like I thought it'd be it'd be something like Holly Berry sex tape uh, yep. leaked. You thought something leaked? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just her it'd, fucking it'd, uh, what's Monster her name? Ball. Yeah. Like, the fuck <laughs> Troy on Facebook said had to watch the unscrabbled Spice Channel. Yep, yep. <laughs> had to uh, turn on the uh, the X-rated channels and just hope that the picture would clear up for a few seconds. Yeah, yeah. But or now sh- it's uh, it's everywhere, yeah. man. Yeah, shit. We used to have to go to the gas station to get the. They used to have the fucking porn right there at the window. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you get some cigarettes or some lottery tickets. It'd be um, Black Ebony. <laughs> oh yeah, part five or some shit <laughs> sitting right there. Yeah. So, yeah. She was tough, man. We used to have to wait till the uh, fucking Braun panties match on WWE. <laughs> yeah, BT uncut. <laughs> yeah, see a uh, BT uncut. Yep, yep, that was one too. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of WWE, did you see the this whole drama with Vince McMahon coming back and like? They yeah. thought he was going to sell the company to Saudi Arabia and all this bullshit. Yeah. Man, I want how true do you think that was? Do you think that was 
somewhat in the talks? It had to be. Like, I wouldn't be surprised by anything this McMahon does, man. Yeah. Because I feel like in real life, he's a lot like his character on TV. I, he a little, sl- I think he's he a little, little crazy, slimy, man. man. I think he's a little slimy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and cra- he's already in cahoots with Saudi Arabia. They do shows there every year, yeah. pay-per-views and shit, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. And not to mention, he had his little allegation, too. Yeah. With um, the, uh, did they ever announce who the wrestler was, or just unknown? Unknown. It it was women. I I don't know if they ever announced. I, there was speculation. I don't know if it was ever officially announced, but yeah, he was basically uh, paying women off who he had slept with and yeah. all that, and all that came to light. So he stepped down. His daughter took over, and Triple H's son-in-law. Uh, but then his daughter quit. Yeah, uh, she, just this past week, and this man came back and took over the company again, basically, and now he's trying to sell it. <laughs> reportedly, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. So that, that would that would have been a hot mess, man, if he sold it to Saudi Arabia. I think he still might. Cause I mean, that's the only way he can still number one, the company goes private. Yeah. They have a lot of money. Saudi Arabia is gonna take over. They got a shit man. ton of money, man. They they're they're already fucking up golf. For everybody throwing all these bad people yeah. they already done took over soccer they own psg and a bunch of other clubs too mm-hmm. and look the better hope they don't start getting into basketball man yeah <laughs> they gonna get kevin durant and all them yeah kyrie irving gonna go right over oh, there oh hell yeah you're gonna be right make a hundred million a year <laughs> a five-year contract <laughs> with my Saudi Arabian brothers, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they started taking over everything, man. But, yeah, I would not be surprised if they bought the WWE. Like, yeah. I thought it was very, very re- – I, I thought it was a done deal, for real. Apparently, it was not true. People are saying that uh, it did not, It was just a rumor. But I wouldn't be surprised if it actually happens, man, because Vince is kind of crazy. Yeah. And if he, could he just, wants to re- remain con- in control until he dies, so who knows? If he could just get rid of, uh, sell it to them and get his money and ride off in the sunset, I think he will. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, man. But yeah, they're taking over, so <laughs> I don't know. Who I knows? Wonder, I wonder how that would make the wrestlers feel, man. It'd, um, it'd probably be a lot of the wrestlers jumping ship. Oh, definitely. Until lot, they got like the money. It, yeah, unless they <laughs> unless they get like a hundred million or something crazy. Yeah. But I can see a lot of wrestlers jumping ship to AEW or whatever the name of that other one is. Yeah, AEW. The yeah. women I think the biggest impact would be on the women. women. Yeah. Because for sure. they'll basically like get rid of the women's wrestling. Yeah. Because <laughs> that shit don't really they, fly they, over there. Man, they strict. Did you see what they did with the soccer? Uh I think the soccer dude over there. So apparently in Saudi Arabia, uh you're not allowed to live with a woman that you're not married to. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess it's a big time soccer player there, and I don't know if he did. I guess they looked out for him, so they letting him live with a woman. So they kind of turned the cheat. They, they turned the other way and let him do it. So that was kind of like a big deal, I guess. Oh wow! So I'm like, damn, I didn't know they was that strict like that. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, they're very, uh, very old school. I'll put it like that. Old over school, there, man. and I guess it's not really women friendly, which is I yeah. think one of the reasons women can't drive and shit and all this yeah. stuff, man. So yeah, so I think that's the reason why I, I guess a lot of people, uh, one of the reasons why they super critical, uh, possibly WWE going over there. 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. The women yeah. will be out of a job, basically. You know, yeah. they couldn't. They have to, I think even when they go over there, they have to like cover up a whole oh, lot. Yeah. You know, basically yeah, they'd be out there showing ass and everything. Yeah, they. But no now point. they got to cover up, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure their their matches are like thirty seconds long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and shit. When they go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, interesting, to say the least. So we'll see what happens with that, but who knows, man. <laughs> um, did anything else happen this week? I think uh, that basically covers the uh, the biggest storylines. I can't think of anything else, really. Um, who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl this year, man? Ooh. What are your picks? I'm going to say, uh, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I the say, Bills, just because of the say story. The, yeah, I'm gonna say the Bills. I feel like they're gonna get a little more juice, mm-hmm. and they're gonna do it for. Uh, they're gonna do it for um, Demar, and um, I feel like they're gonna finally get one. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> um, I would personally like to see the Chiefs and the Eagles. Just a nice little black quarterback showdown or yeah, something. Some, some <laughs> Texas boys. Yeah. Yeah. That would be dope to see. Yeah, it'd be good to but, see Jalen Hurts get one. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would like to see the Eagles. Like, for some reason, I just feel like the Eagles are going <laughs> to lose pretty quick. I just don't I, – I, for some reason, I just feel like – I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like they're kind of like how the Ravens look really good in the regular season, yeah. and then when they get to the playoffs, they get exposed. Uh, of course, the Ravens are not going to have Lamar Jackson, so they're definitely going to get exposed here. yeah. But um, yeah, it's I don't know, man. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Jalen Hurst takes it all the way. But I just for some reason, I guess it stems back to I saw the Texans game, and I wasn't all that impressed by Jalen Hurst in that game, man. Yeah. Considering the fact that he was back in kind of his hometown, stunned yeah. playing, and it was Thursday night football, primetime game. Yeah, against one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, a terrible team he was playing against, and he didn't look very impressive to me. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I hope he actually takes it all the way, but we'll see. Yeah. Side so. note. Side note. I don't think I brought this up before, but um, so I've been keep, I've been trying to keep up with uh, Deshaun Watson and the Browns mm-hmm. because remember we was talking about how it's gonna be rough for him going forward, and he's gonna get booed at every stadium and all that stuff. I felt like it quieted down real quick, man. <laughs> Like, uh, I, I mentioned this on the air, how I felt like uh, him playing in Houston was probably be probably be the worst atmosphere he'd be in. Mm-hmm. And I felt like other atmospheres, I, I, I feel like they ain't going to really give a shit that much. And they, I mean, if, it, if they do boo, it'd probably be at the beginning, but it'd die down. I felt like it would die down real quick, man. I don't think he yeah. got. I don't think he got booed that much, to the point it's, it felt like a normal game outside of the normal atmosphere. And let's be honest, man. The only reason he got booed so heavy is because of the way he left Houston. It, it was in Houston, so yeah, yeah. So that made the most they sense. weren't necessarily booing just because of the allegations. They were booing because he quit on the team. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think like. Because we kind of disagree, they well they disagree with me on it. Like the kids, if he play in Kansas City, the, the crowd gonna be rocking no matter what. Mm-hmm. They don't care who the quarterback is. It ain't going. 
uh, be more intense because it's Deshaun Watson. They don't give a shit. So I just, I just think, uh, I mean, sad to say, man, but it's, I think people it's just tr- like look, people man. just move. I, I think people don't care. It gives them something to heckle. Yeah, and it gives them like something like the same thing with Ben Roethlisberger. Nobody really cared that much. It was just something else to call somebody you didn't like. Oh, look at the rapist out there. Look at the rapist out there. But ultimately, it's not like, you know, people just didn't. It it wasn't like they were super righteous about it, man. You just don't like him because he's playing against your team. Okay? If he was on your team, you'd root for him. Okay? So... It's all goofy football shit, man. And it's yeah. just something It's just something to make a creative sign about. It's something to make jokes about for people, yeah. fans. And, and he will still but get... But they don't care that much. Yeah, I'm not saying he won't ever get heckled. He's, he still get the heckles and all that yeah. stuff. But the way it was at NRG, it ain't about to be like that everywhere he goes. No. And I knew... Once I once I knew, uh, seen how it was there, and honestly, I thought it was going to be worse than that. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like it was a little light, maybe because, you know, the Texans, um, the season damn near over and people was tuned out. But, man, it, the, the rest of the games wasn't that bad at all. Like, I forgot about the whole shit. Mm-hmm. Unless the announcer bring it up and say, remember, this is first game back or second game yep. back since the allegations. And um, all this time, man, people were sitting there talking about, oh, it's going to be so bad for him um, for the rest of his career. And look what they did in Jacksonville. They were chanting, you, you sick bleep and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, man, that shit ain't going to last, man. By next year, it'll be basically forgotten about, honestly. Yeah. Like, the commentators will stop bringing it up. Yeah. And the fans will have basically got over it unless – you know, Unless like I said, Houston. it'll be it'll be something to heckle him over. But yeah. you're gonna boo whoever was going against your team, regardless. Yeah. So it's not like you're gonna boo harder just because of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Unless he's in Houston, which of course we have bad blood with him because of how he left. Yeah. But everywhere else, man, they don't care that much. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. I think I think he playing uh I think they come to Houston again next season yeah. too. So be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL tried to make that game number one. Could be. try to spice it up a little bit. But um, I mean, I mean, it's it's fair to do it now since the suspension is over. Yeah, but then again, that means giving a prime time game to like two shitty teams, man. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if they want to do that. Maybe Monday Night Football because they usually get trash matchups. Yeah, or the Amazon or, or Thursday, Thursday game, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see, but it's not going to be no fucking Sunday night football. Hell <laughs> the Browns no. and the Texans. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, anything else going on? Uh, uh, I'm scrolling the timeline. I don't see nothing else really. I think so. I'm trying to make sure ain't nothing trending. Yeah, you don't want to miss. Any, yeah, I think that might be about it, man. I don't see nothing else going on tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, appreciate everybody joining the chat, man. Joining us streaming on on Facebook. Everybody congratulating Figgy for his well-deserved X award he got today. Um, and, yeah, everybody rocking with us since day one, man. Or if you're a first time coming in, we appreciate y'all. Appreciate uh. 
the uh, uh, the wine chemist coming in on YouTube. Yeah. Appreciate Holly on Twitch. Everybody who came through on Facebook, appreciate y'all as well. Yeah, shout out to Troy, Pablo, um, Noriega, the real yeah. Gold. I always think about every time I hear Pablo. I think about Rick Ross. <laughs> Noriega. Now, man, well, Noriega? The real Noriega. He owed me a hundred favors. That's uh, one of like the <laughs> most ridiculous rap lies of all time, man. That, to me, I think that's up there with, um, you You probably ain't familiar with the song as much, but uh, uh, this dude named Fat Al, who's from Cleveland. You, oh, uh, yeah, This song yeah. was on Madden. When he said put 28s on, uh, first nigga to put 28s on a jack. Like, <laughs> like 28 inch rims on a Jaguar. Come on, man. That was yeah. the most ridiculous thing ever. But I, uh, I put that up there. Jada Kiss or Styles P, I forgot who said it. The, the They weigh the Coke with the same scale they weigh the, they weigh the whales with. <laughs> Shit, that, that whole song is just nothing but ridiculous lies, though, man. <laughs> so you can't even get mad at that. Yeah. That we gonna make it shit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. This funny rap lies, but yeah, that is funny. Yeah, like, yeah. No, Noriega, he owe me a hundred favors. All like right. Noriega, oh yo ass a hundred favors. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, did you see that t- sidebar? Did you see that fucking that uh TM somebody on on TMZ ran up to Rick Ross? I gotta find this shit. I don't know if I'd be able to find it. <laughs> But it was a funny ass clip, man. Fuck, well, can I find it? Find it, find Shit, it. It might be it. gone. It might be gone. Somebody at Rick uh, on TMZ ran up on Rick Ross, and he went on a fucking funny ass rant, man. Um, shit, I might not be able to find it. Fuck it. I mean, it's not that that funny, but uh, basically, uh, somebody ran up on him at TMZ and he was asking for a nickname because Rick Ross gives everybody in the tabloids a nickname I guess and Rick <laughs> Ross is like first off who is you to tell me what to call you you know you ain't in no position to tell the boss anything <laughs> and he said you eat pork don't you <laughs> <laughs> and the guy said, "Yeah, he's like, you just had a sausage, didn't you? Yes, sausage." He said, "He said sausage is real weird, like sausage or something. You just had a sausage, didn't you?" He's like, "Yeah, I just had. I had a. He, he guessed some, some like pork sandwich or something." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He's like, "I can smell on your breath. <laughs> How are you gonna eat a, a, a sausage and then come talk to the boss?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rick Ross is one of the funniest people ever in hip hop, man. Yeah. I don't care what you think about him. He needs a show, hilarious. man. He needs some type of show where we. He need a podcast or something, man. He's just very entertaining. Period. He was him, supposed him to start on a his fucking farm. Yeah, he buying was... cows and shit. Yeah, he was supposed to start a podcast. I think. I think he was just talking shit because he's beefing with somebody. Yeah, some podcaster or something. But um, he should he should start something, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he needs to. He's very entertaining. He's a very entertaining person. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see. But anyway, we're signing off. We got sidetracked. But appreciate all y'all in the chat kicking it with us. It's Friday evening. All y'all. Oh, we got to play the Anita Baker. We still playing Anita Baker? Yeah, yeah, Anita yeah, Baker. yeah, yeah. We're going to say Anita peace Baker's to the show. broadcast. Yeah, appreciate y'all on the stream. I'll at y'all later. Stay safe. Stay black. Yada, yada, yada.
And for all you special podcast listeners, we have a special Anita Baker outro that won't get us banned on your platform, but it will get us banned on YouTube. So we got to save it. Hey, you can hear it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's a little choppy, but I won't make it. I can still hear this soft Closing us out on this lovely day. Appreciate all y'all kicking it with us, man. Tune in next week. We'll have a lot more going on this year, of course. I'm trying to get ESG back, man. I was talking to my sister. We're trying to get ESG back in the studio, man. He's dealing with some health issues now. He had to be in the hospital uh, recently, but hoping to get him back and hoping he's doing well as well. So shout out to ESG, man. Look forward to that coming soon. And yeah, we're just going to keep doing it for the 9-9 and 2000. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do it for the 9-9 and the 2000. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tune in to In the Loop with now the award-winning yeah. producer Figgy Fig. Gotta gotta always mention that. I need to put it in the bio, man. You should, you should, you should. They should put it in the show intro. Yeah. In the loop with award-winning producer Figgy Fig and also Lindy Locker and John. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. So Appreciate all y'all rocking with us. And until next time, peace.